and is only suitable for people aged 18 or over will almost certainly have an adult theme and might well contain sex or violence which are quite graphic. It may also contain explicit language, including sexual swear words. Thanks for listening. On tonight's episode of The Godless Revolution... A summary of the last Republican primary debate, number seven, and it wasn't from heaven! Seminarian tries to have sex with a baby in Mexico. <laughs> Pastor David Manning rants about birthing babies out of anuses before his church will be sold. Phoenix is hotter than hell in summer, so you'd think the satanic temple would feel right at home! But they don't. Cult leaders use religion to cover... Or enhance major mental health problems, still. Todd Tidass Weiler, Utah State Senator, thinks porn is a public health crisis as bad as cocaine addiction. Michelle, I make Sarah Palin look like a well-spoken moderate. Bachman has another end times fantasy. Enjoy the show. Roll that shit. Uh, but here's what his revelation comes to him. He's kind of got all this stuff, like, uh, touching, wiping, mourning of the animals. Not wiping, whipping. Whipping. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. not Torture. Touch, also not touching. I am, <laughs> I am dyslexic. I, I hope I'm not having like, a stroke. Do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! And an atheist almost always becomes supporters of eugenics and abortion. A swine is hungry for nuts. Jesus hates him too. Satan is real. Being a Satanist is an open declaration of revolt against counterproductive received wisdom and mindless rogue traditions. Decapitate her head off. We're done. We're done. We're done. Obama! Welcome to the Godless Revolution. This is episode 91. I'm Dan Ellis, joined by both of my regular co-hosts of the show this week, Matt Mitchell. <laughs> And Ryan Duffy. Say hello. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we're, we're joined in studio by the president of Atheists of Utah and co-host of the Utah Outcasts podcast, Felicia Entwistle. Hello. We haven't twistled you, you yet again. <laughs> I didn't I didn't read the screen direction. I just uh, did what it said. <laughs> I, I, I've been trying to make it a little more, I don't know. I know, I know. I just I won't fucking, let you do it. Because I fucking <laughs> shit up all the time. <laughs> uh, you can find the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash godlessrevolution. Uh, you can send us an email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com. Twitter our twatter at TGR Podcast. Call or text us at 33081-REBEL. Uh, you can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, and just about anywhere else you get your podcasts, including our own Podbean site at godlessrevolution.podbean.com. Uh, feel free to rate the show. We would really appreciate it. That helps us get more exposure. It helps other people find the show more easily. Definitely rape our show. Don't rape our well, show. Well, didn't you just say? <laughs> I said rape. I, oh, I didn't, rape, rape, I didn't, rape the show. I didn't With consent to that. <laughs> I got I got these pop filters and now the plosives. You should be able. Not it wasn't a pu pu pu. It was a ta 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 ta. Yeah, your studio's looking rad, by the way. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. It's coming along nicely. I I dig it in here. Like sometimes I just like to come in here and sit in the chair and go. This is fun. I like this room a lot. It's got neat things in here. Yeah. It sounds nifty. It does. Feels nice and cool in here most of the time. It is cool in here. Yeah. Felt a little, feel a little chilly I today. Like it. Yeah, I like it. Uh, so Felicia wanted to come on the show today. Yeah, I to did. Talk to us about some exciting things. Yes. What so exciting things have you got going on? The, the most exciting thing. Well, first, there's the David Silverman. 
book signing event that's coming up next week. That's going to be amazing. Yay! Yay! And he'll, be, he'll be here in studio with us next week. Yes. It'll be exciting and awesome. I, I read she the book. She doesn't care about that. <laughs> I'm not going to be here, right? I, and I don't listen to the show every week. Not every week. Oh, <laughs> Just like nine out of ten weeks. It's fine. It's uh, <laughs> uh, so the David Silverman book signing, that's going to be amazing. Um, yeah. And then after that is the gala. Yay! I'm so excited. What, what's the gala? The the gala is our annual formal event to raise money for our wonderful organization, the Atheists of Utah, to support our community of non-believers, promote the separation of church and state, and educate the public about non-belief. Ooh, yeah. it's funny. Every every time we have a new AOU president on. It's either gala, gala, gala. It's, it's different. Every I change time. up to whatever whatever somebody says before. I always call it a gala until somebody calls it a gala or a gala, and then I'm uh, like, yeah, it's a gala. Yeah, it's a gala. It's it's a gala gala. <laughs> but what I think is even more awesome is what you're doing with the money that comes from this. So the proceeds from the silent auction are going to be donated to Planned Parenthood in Gary Herbert's name. Yes, Yay! which is fucking. Awesome. Oh, that is amazing. It feels so good. And we I'm so excited about some of the stuff we've gotten donated. That's Ep- Governor Gary Herbert who that fought is- so hard and so long, though I'm sure he's neither ever <laughs> Wait, who, who, in the in the fight against marriage equality here in Utah. Who well who and the it? shutting down of Planned Parenthood, trying to defund Planned Parenthood. Too, yeah, he so. did. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he he hates gays and women, apparently. Yeah. Who who is this? Governor Gary Herbert. Gary, you're a cunt. (laughs) (laughs) I love that joke. You know what? Fuck Jason Chaffetz, too. Yes. Yes. And so much. Mike Lee. Yep. And Todd Weiler. (laughs) (laughs) Just fuck them all. So I know you guys are beer drinkers. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Epic Brewery has donated six cases of beer for our bar. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. That's pretty bad. They were so excited. They were so excited. uh, I think that Margaret from Epic, is. she wants to come to the gala. I believe she's going to be joining us. Awesome. Uh, She hugged me when she met me. (laughs) She's like, we love you guys. Are they atheists or are they just liberals? I don't know, but they love us. They haven't said, but they don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And we love Epic. That's some good. Is, yeah, and they've donated a gift basket for auction at the silent auction. Nice. It's really cool, too. It's like this really nice canvas bag that's got like s- spots to put beer, and it's got four pint glasses and uh, epic bottle uh, openers and patches and, a t- and T-shirts and shit. It's awesome. Hmm. Beer Nut also was stoked when yeah. I called them from Atheists of Utah. They were yeah. like, they're like, oh, we only do secular donations and you can't get more secular than atheists i keep getting like it's like i'll be like i'm looking for donations and they'll go okay and then i get i get i say atheist and they're like hell yeah (laughs) like (laughs) this keeps happening to me i'm sure they're used to like the standard religious calls and you know Mm -hmm. all that bullshit so like what now yeah (laughs) don't you get enough don't you fucking have enough Yeah, that's been really great. So I'm really excited. We're just getting some great stuff. I know uh, Sarah got a round of golf donated. Ooh, yeah. Oh, and Sarah says hi, everyone. Hi, Hi, Sarah. Sarah. I don't remember. You'd have to ask Sarah. Uh, 
It was okay. a good one. It was yeah. one of the ones you told me. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. The, so that would be. So Dan knows what he's winning. One of my one. It's one of my favorite courses in the state. It sounds like. Well, that's cool. So yeah, we have a we have live performances being donated. We the DJ is donating his time, and he's like. A really great DJ. Like, awesome. li- <coughs> excuse me, live performances of what? <laughs> uh, there's at least one dance performance, and there's at least one, uh, at least one string musician. I, we're trying to get the whole quartet, but they, we haven't heard back about the rest of the quartet. But Ooh, the at quartet. least, at least one musician. She was like, "I love what the atheist of Utah does. You definitely can have my time donated." <laughs> nice. I was like, "Are you That's kidding cool. me? This is amazing." <laughs> nice. Things just keep getting better and yeah, better. Yeah. Man. So, uh, and the the venue is beautiful. And we've kind of we've released the theme. You don't have to dress to theme, but you're welcome to. Uh, and it's the atheists in Wonderland. Ooh, very cool! Ooh, yeah, through the looking glass. Yes, nice. Yes. Painting what is, the roses red. So you said the venue is beautiful. Mm. What is the venue? It's called Salt Lake Hardware. It is not a hardware store like Google likes to. Pop up. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a little hammer for an icon. It's it's, it's this beautiful old building. It used to be a hardware store. No, a factory of somewhere kind. They used to they make, make hardware. hardware. <laughs> they made hardware like a hundred years ago. Okay. And so you you go in and it looks like a freaking castle in there. It's amazing. It's got all. All the old brick and they've like they've like wood trusses and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's a beautiful, beautiful space. So that's really cool. Uh, we're having we're gonna have a great dinner. The dinner is that's being donated is amazing. Uh, just all the booze, so much booze. <laughs> I like. I think booze. it's I think it's like so far we have twelve hundred dollars worth of booze donated. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. So we're just, we're really excited. Sounds like you guys are doing really good in, in getting a lot of donations. And shit. Yeah. Awesome. People have been very enthusiastic because I've heard that uh, we've run up, the organization has ran into issues getting donations in the past. Yes. Yeah. No, not this year. Awesome. No, it's been so enthusiastic. It's amazing. And that the gala is February 27th. Buy your tickets. It's $65 for Atheists of Utah members and $75 for non-members. Woohoo! Not bad. Yeah, uh, recently, I think it was Planned Parenthood had their gala. It was $150 a ticket. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I I know a lot of the. A lot of the secular organizations or, you know, special cause organizations around the state, they have some kind of fancy dinner every year. And the Atheist of Utah one is always on the low end of price because. We want to get people out yeah. and, and supporting. And- yeah, and we've had uh, Derek Kitchen contacted me about being interested in going. Um, oh, nice. Sam Gill, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sam Gill. Sam Gill. Sam Gill. He said that he was interested in going. We're, so we're we're really excited about the, the people who are who are talking about the event. Yeah. So Awesome. I've gotten to meet Sim a couple times. He's a pretty nice dude. That's Sim is really cool. I, I haven't like met Sim him, but I, I hear he's great. He comes to a lot of the uh, Restore Humanity rallies and stuff. Yeah. So. Mm. Oh, Restore is donating a booze basket for the silent nice. silent auction. <laughs> I know. Nice. Love Restore. Yeah. Go Mark. Right? Yes, we do too. We love them so much. Uh, so that's that was my my thing that I wanted to ramble about. So Awesome. Well, those very, are all those are all very exciting donations. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm donating a few things. I'm donating a couple signed books from atheist mm-hmm. authors and this, that's not nearly as exciting as, you know, booze and golf yeah. and stuff. But, uh, and, well, the other one that I thought was kind of cool was at the Memphis convention. They had, uh, Cards Against Humanity. Oh, yeah. Atheist style. 
Like oh, they, okay. they printed out their own cards and it's little, it's little expansion pack. And so I went around and got signatures from tons and yeah. tons of well-known atheists, uh, David Silverman, David Fitzgerald, Matt Dillahunty, Aaron Raw, uh, Greta Christina, Seth Andrews. Who's I, that? Seth Andrews, the thinking atheist. Well, Who is that what guy? is that? What is that? Some kind of a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> what are these podcasts? Maybe, uh, what are these people? Do they come in Maybe pods? we could get something donated from the Godless Revolution signed by David Silverman for next week if we can make two copies of a photo if you're still doing that. Oh. I am still doing that. If you can make a copy of it, maybe we could Surprise. get a copy of something made. It's already it. in the works, Ryan. Yeah. It's maybe. A, it's, a, it's a custom. Draw Muhammad piece. Yeah. That's almost nearly completed. Nice. Ooh. And he looks We haven't seen it. Goofy as fuck. <laughs> I once I once posted on Facebook a stick figure and I called it Muhammad. I did. Oh, nice. I can't draw for shit. I I can actually, but I was in a rush. (laughs) I drew Muhammad on this show, and then when I saw that we had listeners in Saudi Arabia and Iran, I was like, oh, fuck. Well, (laughs) if we have listeners in Saudi Arabia and Iran, they would not be upset by it. They they were probably like, yeah, draw the fuck out of Muhammad. (laughs) I, I figured they're just looking for people that drew Muhammad and found me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They found you that way? Yeah. Because you drew Muhammad? Yeah. I I think I posted the stick figure thing I drew once, and the rest of the, that's awesome. Matt is showing me the thing, a picture of what he's been drawing. It's pretty badass. Uh, I think I posted a stick figure one time, and then I usually just throw up a picture that somebody else has drawn. Uh, one of my favorites is just the picture. It's it's a cartoon of Muhammad looking in the mirror and pointing at it and yelling blasphemy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one's that one's a favorite. That's of a mine. good one. Well, the gala sounds awesome, man. It's gonna be so cool. I'm very very excited. Yay! I'm very excited for it too. Yeah, it should be I'm, a good I'm, time. I'm planning on going this year. I just got to figure out what I'm gonna do with work. I'm like, should I call in sick? Because I got to work the next day. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that waking up at 4 a.m. like sucks. Yeah. 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 I know. I, I have to do that periodically with work. So yeah, the whole getting up early thing kind of yeah. Kinda I was almost I was almost buttsky. thinking about like like can I just like sleep in my car at the gala or something? Just like drive to work from there. It cuts forty minutes off. Oh, and there's a track stop right by the building, and the parking is humongous. So, and of course, there's always Uber and Lyft. And- yes, and if you are going to drink too much, make sure that you have a way home. Yeah. This is very, very important. Mm-hmm. Act like an adult, goddammit. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Adulting Jesus. is hard sometimes. Nobody show your <laughs> ass, all right? <laughs> so I won't drink too much then. Uh, okay. Because <laughs> You can show your ass. Otherwise, oh, okay. Ryan would literally show, show. Oh, That's ass. what I figured you were talking about. Like, yeah. That used to be my thing, get drunk and take my pants off. <laughs> was, that was your thing? That was your thing? That was my thing. <laughs> That's still my thing. Oh, it's dopey. He gets drunk and takes his pants off. <laughs> it, was, it was more of like in high school, I'd get shit-faced and be like, well, I'm going to take my pants off and see how people react to this. Just walk around the party, get naked. <laughs> now everyone else is going to get shit-faced. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what everybody else... <laughs> Jesus Christ, I can't even... <laughs> That's... I've always been the the type of person I want to get a reaction out of people, and the, the the one of the best ways to get a reaction out of people is just literally walk around a party naked. <laughs> yeah, so I suppose you wouldn't just take your pants off. You, I would get naked, or are you going commando most of the time? Oh, I was going commando in high school. 
Jesus. <laughs> Dude, you lived in the woods, man. Isn't that I dangerous? Love, I love yeah. where it's just a guy, a guy just wearing a shirt is one of my favorite things in the whole world. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> You're completely backward here. You're breaking all social norms. I'd usually leave socks on because floors in Wisconsin are cold. Well, and then it's fun to run and slide and yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just let it all on. hang out. Do a helicopter as you're sliding around the room. But you won't believe the amount of other people you can get to get naked just by getting naked yourself. Uh, yeah, I would believe that because, again, standard for me, I do. Uh, yeah, Felicia's also a fan of being nude. I am. I just, it's my preferred state. So yeah. <laughs> I just. <laughs> God love you for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the first time I flashed a cop, I was almost naked. Oh, that's right. You were, wait, the first time you flashed I, I, a cop? I went the first time. How many I, times have you flashed a cop? Twice. Twice? Yeah. Okay. The first time we were skinny dipping in the lake. Okay. And when we came back to the campsite, I put a pair of boxers on and a towel. Uh-huh. And the cop came by while we were fucking around in the woods and like, what are you guys doing? Like, I, we ain't doing shit. Well, when we when we we're, we're doing illicit stuff, like oh, wait, nothing's going on. <laughs> and then the cops like, "Where's your pants at?" And I whipped the towel off, and there's no like fly really button. And Mister uh. Bojangles was Bojangling out there, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, sorry." And I was he, fishing. See my bait. Yeah, and he he promptly left. <laughs> the second time I flashed the cop by accident, they took me to jail. Yeah. Was this your your ambient ambient induced? I I actually do have something I would love to do uh, someday is organize a topless protest for the right for women to go topless everywhere men can. Yeah, they they do. And and it's also breast uh, breastfeeding advocacy. That's a that's a big thing. I know they do quite a bit of it in New York. They do it a lot in Europe. There's a whole documentary on it. In New York, it's legal for women to go topless everywhere a man is. Yep. A lot of states it is technically legal. It's not here. Not here. Except there is a breast there is a breastfeeding exception, but uh, but it's more it's it's more about uh, social change too because there I mean yeah. I, I have a friend she she has her second baby right now and she's she was uh, just yelled at and made to feel so shitty the first time she had a baby for breastfeeding in public that now she's too scared to. Who was this shitbag who yelled at her? She didn't say who. They were just people. Like, it wasn't a specific person. Just men and women both made her feel like shit for breastfeeding. And, like, I was like, we were out shopping yesterday. And I was like, I dare somebody. I <laughs> dare them to say something to you <laughs> with me around here. Please, <laughs> please whip your boob out and feed your child so that I can yell at somebody who's going to be an asshole about it. But everybody right. loves- She whips her boob out when I'm around. Like, it's just like, baby's got to eat. And, like, yeah. And that's the thing is, like, that's the baby's got to eat or else it dies. <laughs> the baby's got to eat. Like, what, what am I going to do? Just make the baby cry until we're in a good spot? Yeah, yeah. Republicans, pick uh, one. You can't have it both ways. Yeah, my child my child should or... go hungry because you're made uncomfortable by a natural process. Yeah. Because by boobs, you are not a... in a sexual context. Yeah, because you're such a fucking sexually repressed asshole that I can't <laughs> even show the top part of my breast. I mean, yeah. what the fuck is wrong with you? But, the uh, Duggars are screaming Nike. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, there was that photo that went kind of semi-viral a few weeks ago with the, I want to say it was on like Argentina or something like that, down in South America. Yeah. Where the police officer, they had rescued a child and it was like starving. And the police woman grabbed the child and started breastfeeding it because mm-hmm. she had a child of her own and to like nurse the baby back to health a little bit because it was 
fucking starving. Yeah, great. Uh, this kid's gonna die. Here's my boob. But the photo went went viral. The saying, "Look at this. This is all net. Like this woman is." Basically saving this child's life right now by yeah. feeding yeah. it, and yeah. it was a police cop in uniform. A police cop. Police cop. A police, police cop. cop. Not a police cop. <laughs> no, they call them different things in South America. In South America, they're police cops. Uh, I see. How culturally insensitive of yeah. you. Yeah. How dare you, God, Matt? Matt, you <laughs> racist. Was he also? And, well, Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> Why did this turn on me? <laughs> God, I, thought this, I thought this was about boob breastfeeding. It's, everything eventually gets turned on, Matt. It just, it's the way it works. It I'm happens sorry. sometimes. But why do you think America is a Christian nation? That was the creator of everything. We have Christian beliefs to be the foundation of our lives. And I believe God isn't done with America. And that's the Lord we know. So you guys said you didn't watch the last Republican debate. I watched back and forth between the debate and the uh, Trump is circus. It, is it the same thing that they've been saying this entire time? Well, it was slightly different because yeah. Trump wasn't there, though. It was, but they still talked an awful fucking lot about Trump. Yeah. yeah, it actually sounds like this one was the one that was maybe a little bit different that we didn't cover. It was actually kind of fun to watch just because Trump wasn't there. It was, it was interesting because Trump wasn't there, but they still talked about Trump a whole lot. And... When they weren't talking about Trump, they were shitting all over Ted Cruz, which I thought was delightful. That's always nice. We yeah. like that. So I went through and I made copious amounts of notes of the debate. I know you can't stay for the entire show this evening. You no. have you have important business to attend to. Yes, this I'm evening. a busy businesswoman. Busy, busy <laughs> businesswoman out there representing the atheists. Yes. You horrible shit, you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hashtag sorry, not sorry. There, there, there's important things in life, like a podcast. You know. Yeah. Where do you get off? Not <laughs> not just staying for this whole thing and being, you know, just ranting in a basement with us instead of being doing important things like on a board with a professional organization and shit. <laughs> um, th- God damn that, it. I, that, what you just said. <laughs> That's where I get off. <laughs> so the debate was held uh, on January 28th in Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, the moderators were Brett Bear, Megan Kelly, and Chris Wallace. So... Brett Bear. It's so weird me. for me to feel like I standing up for Megan Kelly. I was like, I disagree with everything <laughs> except when she's like, "Hey Trump, you hate women." <laughs> you know, she's she's actually a pretty smart lady. She is very she's smart, just, actually, and I've agreed with her she has, several times. She has a lot of she's she's very blinded by a lot of her religious thinking. I think which occurs with a lot of people, but I don't know. It seems like she's breaking out of that more and more all of the time. Um, yeah, I just don't like the way she attacked people. Yeah, when it comes to a religious aspect of things, the way she talks almost down to them. Yeah, very condescending when it comes to all of that. I, I think she yeah. speaks pretty condescendingly to people in general. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I don't think that really is good oh, or and she bad. Does, she but... does that to a couple of the candidates during the debate too. It was pretty awesome. Um, I think uh, all of them could use a little of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well, one of the one of the first things. Time and a place, and she was the right one for the job. Yeah. One of the first things that that happened during the debate was Ted Cruz coming out and and insulting everybody oh. Trump style right off the bat. Now, secondly, let me say, I'm a maniac. And everyone on this stage is stupid, fat, and ugly. And oh, Ben, you're so a terrible surgeon. It's so refreshing that they admit to it. Yeah. Now that we've gotten the Donald Trump portion out of the way. <laughs> and Ben, you're a terrible doctor. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, that was that was particularly personal though. 
The rest of it was sort of general stuff. And then he's nah, like, Chris Christie's the fat one, and we all know it. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Krispy Kreme. Chris, yeah. <laughs> Although Ted Cruz isn't isn't any slim good body himself. No. no uh, Stephen Colbert, he's half melted G.I. Joe. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I love he does it. Kinda look like that. Like all of his features just kind of sag. Yeah, yeah, he does. He looks like a half melted G.I. Uh, Joe. And I then just, John I hate his face would be so like much. three quarters so melted. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the the second part that I thought was kind of funny was that Ted Cruz says he won't apologize for being an ignorant shit who doesn't understand what the term carpet bombing means. And this this right. comes from uh, a prior news appearance or – yeah, it was a news appearance where he talked about carpet bombing and, you know – to, yeah, to get rid of ISIS and yeah. seeing if the sand would glow and yeah, well, surgical they carpet all bombing. Kind of yeah, yeah. surgical yeah, carpet they're, bombing. They're not like, going to bomb the city. He's not going to bomb the cities just where ISIS is, but not right. the, just right. where ISIS is. Yeah, but, but he's going to carpet bomb just where ISIS is. Yeah. yeah, well, and and so he doubled down on that, or tripled down, or quadrupled. I don't know how many times he's he's how, tried to justify saying that. Yeah, how but, how do you like? What's the exponent exponent of just being more stupid? Like how do what is the what's stupid the Esther? Stupid to the cruise power. <laughs> yeah. Stupid to the power of cruise. <laughs> the power of Ted. Yes. Uh, so I mean, you but you would power. think that somebody who's seeking to be commander in chief of our armed forces would at least take some time to learn a few of the military phrases that are used in their definitions well, right? they le- wouldn't at least before he promotes them yeah yeah and sure. repeatedly says says them no but you guys he totally cares about veterans them. yeah uh, right yeah yeah i'm sure gentlemen we're now going to start to drill down into specific issues that drill down baby drill with one of the biggest ones which is foreign terror foreign, foreign? according to google isis was by far the most searched foreign policy topic over the last year senator cruz you talk tough about fighting terrorism. You talk about carpet bombing into oblivion. oblivion. You talk about seeing so if the sand will glow at night. But critics say that your record does not match up to that. Is he paused? Is you oppose giving President Obama authority to enforce his red line in Syria. Three years in a row now, oh, you have voted against paused. the Defense Authorization Act. How do you square your rhetoric with your record, sir? Well, Chris, I will apologize to nobody for the vigorousness with which I will fight terrorism, go after ISIS, hunt them down wherever they are, and utterly and completely destroy ISIS. Okay, good. That sounds like a great plan. How are you going to do that? You know, you claim it is tough talk to discuss carpet bombing. It is not tough talk. It is a different fundamental military strategy than what we've seen from Barack Obama. Barack Obama right now, number one over seven years, has dramatically degraded our military. Carpet bombing you know, doesn't happen anymore. It was the 25th yeah. anniversary of the per- first Persian Gulf War. When that first war Persian. began, we had 8,000 planes. Today we have about 4,000. When that war began, we had 529 ships. Today we have 272. You want to know what carpet bombing is? It's what we did in the first Persian Gulf War. 1,100 air attacks a day. Saturation bombing. That That is not carpet bombing. Two different fucking things. Jackass. That utterly destroyed the enemy. 
But we're still there. If it utterly yeah. destroyed the enemy, why the fuck, fuck are we still, still there? Yeah. You stupid ass. You why? just said carpet bombing, and then you changed it to saturation bombing. You said it utterly destroyed the enemy. If it utterly destroyed them, why the fuck are we still there? I mean, if Tell we said saturation bombing, I'm thinking he's dropping water balloons on them. <laughs> yeah. You ignorant fucking shit. When, when he talks, it looks like he's in a constant battle with trying to keep his lip, his upper lip over his teeth. <laughs> It drives me fucking crazy. He is a reptilian. They were right. <laughs> oh His face God. is just about to like fall off. You you remember you remember Men in Black, right? Oh, yeah. 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 It's that. <laughs> but now, a reptile. <laughs> we did carpet bomb in Afghanistan. But okay. only the fucking mountains trying to, to blow up all the tunnels and the caves and shit where we took B fifty twos and just literally yeah. bombed the whole mountain. Because yeah. you want to know what carpet bombing in, in cities does, where ISIS is. It kills everybody. 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 It's yeah. It's not a targeted st- or strategic life. strike against the people you're trying to kill. It kills all of the women and the children are and we, fighters and the old men yeah. and the. Babies. Are we sure that Ted Cruz doesn't know what that is, or or do we think that well, he I, might be backing off that now because people are like, well, wait, no, you're talking about killing women and children. He's I, like, oh, well, I didn't mean that. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure it, Ted Cruz pretty... doesn't know what Ted Cruz is. <laughs> okay. I really feel like so yeah, you're he just going starts with, he just doesn't know shit that people will. He I wouldn't. People I wouldn't put for. it past him for a second to to be fine with killing innocent Muslims well, all over the oh, world. Oh yeah, I, I yeah. think he absolutely would be fine doing that. Yep. Yep. Well, and he's one of those people that just says shit. He just says whatever the fuck is on his mind. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then later, instead of apologizing and say, you know, I misspoke. I was the heat of the moment. Whatever. I I shouldn't have said that. He just continues trying to oh, justify yeah. it as any shitty. Really, ter- really terrible attorney would do. Yeah, right. I have friends who are attorneys. There are some good attorneys out there. A lot of really great attorneys. They're good people. Not all of them. Ted Cruz is a fucking dirtbag. Uh, so as as is typical during the Republican debates, they also worshipped at the at the feet of Saint oh, Reagan. Yes. <laughs> uh, he he mentions Reagan's tax reform in this clip. Ah, Dan, what Reagan did is he began with tax reform and regulatory reform, unleashing the engine of the American free enterprise system. It brought booming economic growth, and that growth fueled rebuilding the military. I intend to do the exact same thing to defeat uh, radical uh, Islamic uh, terrorism and to devote the resources from the booming economy to rebuilding our Navy, rebuilding our, our, our Air Force, rebuilding our Army, and ensuring we have the capacity to keep this country safe. Okay, so yeah, he, he, all he does is just spout buzzwords. He, yeah, he got yeah. radical Islamic terror. He yep. got Reagan. He got economy. He got all yeah. the militaries in there. And now people are like, yeah, that sounds really good. I like all those things that he said. That's awesome, right? That's all any of them do. Yeah. Well, and what he failed to mention and what all of the Republicans fail to mention whenever they bring up St. Reagan is that Reagan actually raised taxes 11 times and nearly tripled the budget deficit. Yeah, it's true. He enacted a sweeping tax cut during his first year in office, but it's also true that those cuts had devastating consequences. That's why he had to raise taxes 11 times after doing so. The unemployment rate went from 7.5% to 10.8%. The government went into deep debt, which forced Reagan to increase taxes the year after he made the initial cut. Uh, It took three years for the unemployment rate to get back to the level it was when he took office, and then it continued to decline as as he continued to increase taxes. I mean, he just... Yeah, so he fucked up right from the beginning, and he kept fucking up to try to fix his fuck up, and it never got unfucked. Yeah, and then by the time he got taxes back to where they would be... He can't unfuck what has been fucked. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, then then not the, when Reagan fucks it. Then the unemployment <laughs> rate started to come down again because he believed in trickle down economics, which does not yeah. fucking work at all ever. It never has. Yeah, uh-uh. there's almost like a direct correlation between our national debt and the amount of taxes businesses pay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Pretty much, the lower the business taxes, the higher our national debt gets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, because for some reason, Republicans tend to think that the ultra rich got that way by being ultra generous, <laughs> which is so fucking stupid. And so they're like, well, let's just give them more. Let's give them more and then they'll give us more. Yeah. As if they're not taking all of that excess and throwing it offshore accounts and putting it away for retirement, future generation. Look, they don't need to spend that money. Guess who does? Guess who has to, if you feed more money into the poor, where they have to spend the money, yeah. guess where that goes? Yeah, but- Immediately right back into the economy. Yeah, yeah but if Matt. You- what? They they all go to church and the poor Republicans believe in God, too. And their God says to give 10 percent of their income to tithing. So the rich people must be even like more generous because that's what the Bible says. So that's how they got rich was mm. by being super gaudy. No, no. <laughs> but I have heard dipshit say before, well, we give money to the churches so they can help out the homeless. So we don't. I the love that answer. Oh. I'm like. Yeah, like, isn't that so oh, good? So the church is supposed to be helping all these homeless people out, and so we don't need any more social programs to help them. The church ain't doing a fucking good job, are they, then? No, the churches have plenty of money to take care of this shit. Oh, yeah. Tax How about we turn all of those churches into homeless shelters? Yeah. Soup kitchens. Yep. Or No, all, but they need, all those, that... they need those giant mega theater, like with the screens yeah. and the bands and... Or and what the about, coffee shops and the all daycares. the chandeliers. Yeah. What about all that tax-free Man. property, like the LDS Church and the Catholic Church? All own. They could just build houses on it tax-free. Just house no, homeless. that doesn't glorify God. <laughs> oh well, when you get that big with LDS and Catholic, then they take those properties and turn them into for-profit. Yeah. yeah. Hospitals, real estate. You know, See, I still wonder if they pay property tax. Shopping malls in shopping downtown. Malls. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. Like the shopping mall downtown, and where they just sold the Saltaire. Were they paying property tax on that land? On the what? On the land. Where? In Salt Lake. Like, because the actual Salt Palace, uh-huh. half of that was owned by the Mormon church. The property it was on. Oh. So are they paying the actual, do they have to pay the property tax in which that building, they didn't build the building. The building was built onto their property. I don't know. I wonder. Yeah, if, I have no idea. If they were ever even, if they ever even pay property tax on that building. On or land the land they On own. the land they own that someone else builds on. It's like, oh, we don't own the building, we just own the land. I don't know. So they have to pay a property. Is there a property tax paid on that? I don't know. Um, the next, the next bit during the debate that I that I kind of chuckled at was Ted Cruz complaining about the content of the questions of the debate. Oh, and, yeah, of course. And then at the end of his wine oh, session, how more politician not answer a question can you get? And then, and then, it, then at the yeah. end of his little, <laughs> at the end of his little bitch fest here, uh, Marco Rubio basically shits all over Rand Paul, and and you know basically. You could see that he has this opinion that Rand Paul should still be at the kids' table, uh, not on the main stage with everybody else. Rand Paul is the only one I actually can listen to sometimes. Yeah. I actually would like to see him get the nomination because I'm like, you know, I bet there could be an interesting debate to be yeah. had here. And yeah. he well, out. And, and out of all of them, he's probably the at this point probably the least uh, dangerous. Terrifying? Yeah. Well, he's, he dropped he's out done. today. Yeah, yeah, he's done. And so is Santorum. 
Yes. Oh, Santorum and Rand Paul both I dropped really out of the race I really hate today. fucking Rick Santorum. Oh, yes, the yes, scrotum. yes, yes. But so at the, at the end of this little clip that I'm going to play here, you know, it, it's two, Ted Cruz whining up at the questions and then Marco Rubio making fun of Rand Paul and taking a pretty good swipe at Donald Trump. I thought this was pretty good. Chris, I would note that the last four questions have been... Rand, please attack Ted. Marco, please attack Ted. Chris, please attack Ted. Jeb, please attack Ted. Yeah, boo. And the crowd all boos him. You whiny little shit. It is a debate, sir. (laughs) Well, no, no. A debate actually is a policy issue. But I will say this. Gosh, if if you guys ask one more mean question, I may have to leave the stage. (laughs) Oh, you fucking bitch. Oh, you. They're mean. (laughs) Are they mean? What a fucking baby. (laughs) Chris. The most important determination any voter is going to make in this election is who's best prepared to be commander-in-chief. Apparently not you, if you can't handle this shit. Who has the knowledge, who has the judgment, who has the clarity of vision and strength of resolve to keep this country safe. That is what this debate is all about. And I would suggest let's stay focused on those issues. Bernie. Rather than just attacks directed at each other. I... I so what? this this all sets up a little argument that, Don't that Chris Wallace wait. and Ted Cruz will have. There's a, a later there's too. attacks directed at all of them. Did he open yeah. the debate with an attack on Trump <laughs> and everybody else on stage? Yeah, Trump style. But I mean, yeah. I think no, the but, questions were about it. Well, what? Oh, I was just gonna say no. He was he was speaking for Trump. Like it wasn't yeah. him saying that. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. him right, at all. Right, right. Of course, he's also the same one. It's like. Filibustering is a bad thing. You can't filibuster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After he did a 24-hour filibuster of reading green eggs and fucking ham. Yeah. Excuse me, Senator Rubio. I was mentioned. What would you that like to say? Yes, sir. Well, by Senator first Cruz, of all, I'd like to respond. Do I go? Let me go first, and then you can please recognize Rand after. But <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> let me go first, and then please recognize the cute little senator from Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> First of all, um, I, don't worry, I'm not leaving the stage no matter what you ask me. Good. And second of all, <laughs> takes yeah. a swipe at Rubio or at Cruz you know, uh, Jeb, you, the attack, that w- the authorization that Barack Obama asked for was not against ISIS. It was against that, yeah, then he gets into other policy issues, but I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. he, he just shot all over Rand Paul, and then he does the same thing with Rubio and Trump, like... Just rapid Cruz fire. And, I'm like Cruz and Trump. Rubio yeah. and Cruz are different people. Super, yeah, sorry. super I, condescending to, to Rand and I Paul. I keep getting them confused. Ru- Rubio, Rubio is by far the most yeah. slick. Yeah, he is definitely the most slick for of sure. any of them up there for sure. I mean, to be able to not do your job for the last two years and be running for president is kind of amazing. Well, so, but his ability yeah. to respond is just—it's. Old thirsty face, so Marco Rubio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so so when I said you know that that kind of set up this little argument with with Chris Wallace and Ted Cruz. Yeah. You know when when Chris Wallace is like, well, it is a debate, sir, and then Ted Cruz is like, well, no, a debate is policy issues. <laughs> so that that kind of set this up. Governor Bush, Chris, Chris, I was mentioned in that question. No, you were. You, your name wasn't mentioned. Ted. I, 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 actually, I don't think your name was mentioned. I, I think the vote. No, sir. Chris, I, your sir, question said I think, you've attacked. I think, I think the, vote, question? the question was about. It's not my question that you get a chance to respond to. It's his answer. <laughs> you don't get thirty seconds to respond to me. Your question was you have disagreed. You don't get thirty with seconds to respond to me. I'd like to go on, sir. 
I know you like to argue about the rules, but we're going to conduct the debate. <laughs> Governor Bush, here's that's a question. Awesome. Bush, but that's I think Fox I'm News going be to ask shitty Bush to him. Yeah. Like, it feels good who, inside. Who is voting for Cruz? <laughs> Everybody hates him. I know, Everybody. I, I don't know. Everybody I don't know. Every, I don't know. Who I don't the know. fuck is know. voting for this guy? Everybody hates Ted Cruz. And it's interesting that you should mention that because that comes up later in the debate as well. Uh, but in the meantime, we've got Jeb Bush uh, talking about how he supported Marco Rubio in the past in the Gang of Eight because, quote, I think people, when you're elected, you need to do things. <laughs> oh, look <laughs> this, at that. You know, this, is, this, huh. is, this is a total Bushism here. <laughs> Obama has forced off. Governor Bush, do you agree that Senator Rubio has not reversed himself on, on his immigration promise? Well, I'm, I'm kind of confused because he was the sponsor You're of the Gang of Eight bill that yeah. did, did require uh, a, a bunch of thresholds, but it ultimately allowed for citizenship over an extended period of time. I mean, that's, that's a fact. And um, he asked me to support that. And I, I supported him because I think people, when you're elected, you need to do things. And he led... <laughs> oh, because wow. I think people, when you're elected, uh, you need to do things. So I supported him. As opposed to yeah. not needing to do things otherwise, that's, I'm really that's, confused. That is pretty funny. You're just like, but, well, but that's, that's why the Republicans hate him, because he did things. Uh, well, yeah, so... Right. <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> so next, uh, Chris, Wallace, stuff, Chris Wallace right? points out that nearly everybody, including most establishment Republicans, hate Ted Cruz. And he mentions that twice last year, not even a single other Republican senator would offer him the courtesy of an otherwise routine second to Cruz's motion on the Senate floor, and nobody would do it. Uh, hmm. So, you know, if, if Cruz gets nominated, would, would, his candidacy, would his candidacy hurt the Republican Party overall by diminishing other down-ticket campaigns is, is oh, yeah. the, the basic gist of the question here. And Ted Cruz replies that he's the most proud of endorsements from his campaign supporters, Steve King – who was named least effective member of Congress in August in August of last year? That guy is it just maybe the most worst. racist and one of the most racist. Yeah, yeah, Congress he was the members. one who came out against anti-bullying in general. Like yeah. he's just like, no, bullying's a good thing, <laughs> right? And, and I support Steve George Zimmerman <laughs> yeah. and and another one I of the supporters that, that Ted Cruz mentions he's particularly proud of is James Dobson of the Family Research Council, oh. the, the giant. A group notorious for its anti-gay views. Yeah, they're real nice people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gentlemen, we're going to turn now to what we call electability issues that you're either facing in the primaries or issues that you're certainly going to face in a general election. So you may not be altogether unhappy if you're not included in this round. <laughs> Senator Cruz, you pride yourself on standing up to the D.C. cartel, but as we've seen to a certain degree, not Whatever that oh, and, I, and I don't know if you guys noticed, but all throughout the debate, I don't know who the fuck this crowd is, but all throughout the debate people in the crowd are like standing up and waving at the camera oh, and yeah. like making weird faces and shit in the background like through the entire debate they're doing this. they got hold 50 on bucks. before you play this i just uh -huh. want to this picture is perfect i just want to i just want to call back to a few episodes ago when i did my gop uh definitions and how to identify them oh yeah he looks Ted Cruz looks like he's always wearing a flesh colored turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Doesn't he just have the he creepiest does. fucking face? I hate I hate it's it very punchable. so much. It is. I think it's, so I think it's that I nose so chin combination. It's just, oh. And he just 
it just yeah and the na- I, the nasally texan accent uh, it's just he's it's super punchable yeah seriously i would be standing out. up to the dc he's cartel a hill, he's like a hillbilly Republican jew senators have endorsed other candidates none have endorsed you nobody likes you ted uh, you, twice last year you asked for a colleague to second a motion a routine courtesy on the senate floor and no senator would do it because top they hate you gop <laughs> officials so worry that if you're at the top of the ticket some officials that not only will you lose the white house but it will tank the ticket all the way down the line question is does your style sometimes get in the way of your ability to get things done sir his style well, chris you, yeah. you are exactly right that that, that i am not the candidate uh, of career politicians in washington and i'll tell you the endorsements that i am proud of are the over 200,000 volunteers across this country who have signed up to volunteer for our campaign. The endorsements that I am proud of are leading conservatives like Iowa's own Congressman Steve King, who is a national co-chairman of my campaign. Least effective member of Congress. Are conservative leaders like Dr. James Dobson. Head of the head of an yeah. anti-gay bigot group. Don't People, you love I how would... they just co-opt the word research in there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yeah. fuck. It's like the Japanese whaling ships. They say research on it, right? Right? They just doing research. It's definitely research. Oh, definitely yeah. research <gasps> that you can find at the your local market in Japan. And well, then people will cite them and they're like, you know, it's peer-reviewed by the same fucking idiots. Yeah, by the, sa- <laughs> by the same group that Yeah, that's the not what peer-review means. You, yeah, you, no, I, I mean, I, I really, yeah. uh, my buddy looked at it for like a half hour or something. So we all know that the Republicans <laughs> like to play the religion card. And oh, yeah. Oh. The, the two who did that the most during this debate were Ted Cruz and uh-huh. Marco Rubio. Marco yep. Rubio has gone... Full Christard, yeah. Uh, lately, with a lot him of him and Hillary Clinton. And yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Rubio yeah. goes. Rubio goes out of his way. Listen to this. He's got tarted. Let's talk about electability, <laughs> Senator. Time Magazine once called you the Republican savior. Rush Limbaugh and others said you likely will be president someday. But if you look at the recent average of polls in your home state of Florida, you're in third, trailing Donald Trump by 24 points. If the people who know you best have you there, why should the rest of the country elect you? Well, let me be clear about one thing. There's only one savior, and it's not me. It's Jesus Christ who came down to earth and died for our sins. And so, and I've always made that clear about that that cover story. I've always made it clear that Jesus Christ is the one true savior. Yeah. <laughs> he died so I could murder a baby. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I mean, that's a sin he committed. He, he likes to kill kids, right? <laughs> Who, Marco Rubio? <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's, he's a Cuban Dahmer. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, this is all just coming out of my head. I'm not even thinking about it. It's just flowing. Yeah, you're fucking cruising it up, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just going to go with, if, you, if I was the savior, don't you think I'd have better hair? than Dennis the Menace, but oh. you go ahead. <laughs> go, you've obviously so you guys, got a better yeah, line kills babies. All right, all right. <laughs> well, you guys He's remember, the Cuban Dahmer, uh-huh. You remember the Bridgegate scandal in New oh, Jersey? Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, yes. So Chris Christie does his best impression of Sergeant Schultz. Wait, that was where Chris Christie was on the bridge and no cars could get by? <laughs> Blocking <laughs> all lanes of traffic. A roving waterbed. <laughs> just out there oh, roaming God, the nice. streets. He's on a Krispy Kreme run. It's more like a pudding bed, really. <laughs> That's how we describe my fat old cat. So, you pick him up and he just goes limp and we call him a bag of pudding. <laughs> pudding with no G. I like that. That's even better. So a Chris bag Christie, of pudding. Chris Christie does his does a pretty good char- Sergeant Schultz impression by saying, who knew nothing about the Bridgegate scandal. Oh, yeah. 
Governor Christie, which is already a meme. Two of your yeah. former top aides go on trial in May for fraud and conspiracy in the Bridgegate case, the politically motivated closure of lanes to the George Washington Bridge. Another former aide who has already pleaded guilty and will likely testify for the government, as you know, says that you knew about this whole deal. Can the GOP take the chance of nominating you with this scandal still out there, sir? Sure, because there's been three different investigations and proven that uh, I knew nothing. Benghazi, <laughs> yeah. I could have told you that before any investigation. Uh, Wait, so why why so, should why should we accept the results of investigations for this and not for Hillary Clinton's emails just, or her Benghazi? Yeah. Well, and is that the type of effective leadership Republicans are looking for? Somebody who knows nothing. Yeah. yeah, somebody who knows nothing about what members of his administration uh, yeah. are doing to the people that well, they're fucking over the people for for political motive for uh, for a politically motivated thing, and he knows yeah. nothing about it. That like, may uh, be the bigger point there. Yeah, sure, <laughs> I'll go with that. I knew about Detroit, but I didn't know about the bridge thing. <laughs> we need to get some real effective cop police on this one. <laughs> well, I'll bring him from I South am America. Tough. <laughs> I am thorough. I didn't know shit. <laughs> yeah, right. So something else that I that I took note of was that during the debate, Chris Wallace points out that 60% of Republican caucus goers self-identify as evangelical, evangelical Christians. And yeah. I'd say that's a fundamental flaw in the Republican Party and one which guarantees they it's, will continue their slide into irrelevancy. Yeah, and yeah. I swear it's the, the being Christian thing that is – really killing these people because they are told uh no it's okay to be poor it's you, you you need to be poor you need to be meek you need to just keep giving your money don't worry you'll get it back in the next life meanwhile people take advantage of them at the top and the republicans go i care about you we're not going to make sure you're taken care of don't worry god right guys yeah. well and i love that whole meek thing because uh, yeah that's the one that how meek me. is trump how meek is cruz <laughs> how meek is rubio or christie I mean, Carson maybe could get away with yeah. some, some meekness there, but oh no, you know he I mean? talks. He fuck. talks highly about himself. He just does but, it in the most boring way. He's, bad, he's meek as. But fuck. my my point is, you know, everybody that they try to elect has none of the qualities they claim to endear. Yeah, this is well. That's because I, I were apes. well. They're not as perfect as Jesus, Matt. They're just trying. They're no. trying to be as perfect as Jesus. I would say that it's, well, I would argue okay, that we're just so is every big Democratic fucking apes and <laughs> <laughs> alpha. They look like alpha. <laughs> so that's my whole argument for that. We should all we should all just we should all just vote for socialist Jews. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Culturally so, Jew. Secular Jews. Yeah. So we mentioned that Rand Paul is is generally one of the people that we can All agree right, with most of the things he says. <laughs> what? Yeah, oh. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Gotta go be right. a busy businesswoman. We're going to take a quick break here to say goodbye to Felicia. And after that, we'll be back in the Shire with Rand Paul. It'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> Please stand by. The Godless Revolution will continue in a moment. Hi, this is Trav Mamone of the By Any Means Podcast. Join me every week as I talk to activists, bloggers, and podcasters about the intersections between social justice and humanism. Go to www.byanymeans.com, that's by spelled B-I, to listen to the podcast and read my blog. Besides, aren't we all a little bi-curious? Rejoining the Godless Revolution podcast now. 
Okay, we're back after bidding the wonderful Felicia Entwistle a, a fond farewell and adieu. She had to, <laughs> she had to, she had to run off for for other parts of the state to be awesome there. I they guess. fucking know, man. <laughs> they already know that. <laughs> so we've got just a little, a few more things to cover on the debate here. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I started talking a little bit about uh, Rand Paul. Yeah, and we had mentioned before the break that the Shire. You know, there there's a lot of things that Rand Paul says that we can get behind. You know, the trying to get rid of uh, for profit prisons, mm-hmm. yep. decriminalizing marijuana, that kind of shit. Yep. Um, this is one of the things that I vehemently disagree with him on and thinks <laughs> ah. and think he's a total shitbag for saying stuff like this. I think the H is silent. Senator Paul yeah. in May yeah, <laughs> in May on the campaign trail, you said you didn't get into politics to fight about abortion. You said you were more concerned about the national debt. Your answer is to turn abortion back to the states the way it was before Roe v. Wade. To turn it Does back to the states. That uh, keep that in mind. If a liberal here. state, yeah. let's say, wants to make abortion legal, that you're okay with that. And what do you say to conservative voters who believe deeply that abortion is murder? You know, I think abortion is always wrong. I've supported a variety always of uh, solutions, wrong. both state yep. as well as federal. In fact, just last week, I introduced the life at... Con- always wrong. He's introduced both state and federal laws. Conception Act, Some which would say that the 14th Amendment would defend uh, an individual, even in the womb. But They're not an individual in the womb. Of religion and no. politics. You know, I think liberty itself requires a virtue, requires a virtuous people. In fact, Washington said that democracy requires a virtuous people. Oz Guinness, the theologian, said that liberty requires restraint, but the only restraint consistent with liberty is self-restraint. There's a lot packed into that statement. But the bottom line is we must have virtue. We must have a religious bearing as a nation. Uh Government's not always going to save us, and it's not always going to come from government. But if we don't know right and wrong, I think we have lost our way. I think we come unmoored, and I think without the religious foundation that guides us all, I think we have a great risk of going horribly in the wrong direction. Sir, just 30... Which is all bullshit. I don't yeah. care what yeah, any fucking theologian said. says about something. Everything he said there was total bullshit. Yeah, I don't I don't give a fuck what some theologian somewhere said about something one time. They asked what your opinion was, yeah. and your opinion by itself was fucking bullshit. You know, he he said that he thinks abortion is wrong all, all the, the time yeah, in always. all cases. It's always wrong. Yep. If we're talking about uh a woman Risks being raped, yeah, a ten-year-old with yep. a ten-year-old rape victim, a dead fetus, incest, right? You uh, know, none of that's always yeah. wrong. Yep. Abortion no is what. always wrong. We should force those women to carry those those fetuses to term, right? Right, because the things that we can't clearly define as human beings have more value than the things that are definitely human beings. Or what yeah. about like fetal hemorrhaging syndrome? Well, and, and Chris, Chris Wallace. Or what about second breakfast? Yeah. What about what about <laughs> In the case of what about in the case of the fetus being non viable? Yeah, yeah. Well, in the case of like the the fetal hemorrhage, if the fetus is hemorrhaging, it's taking blood away from you too, so you're both gonna fucking die. Yeah, and there was you no don't take care of it. There was no equivocation there. He said flatly, "It is always wrong." Yeah, yep. And that he would introduce laws both at the state and federal level to make abortion always wrong, mm-hmm. and said that he would roll back Roe versus Wade. Right, and also in 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 making it federal, 
he's stripping states' rights. Yeah. So so fuck yeah. fuck libertarianism. Yeah. That's and, right out the window yeah. now. And I am by no means a one issue voter, but I will vote against someone who has such a horrific yeah. view yep. of of abortion being always wrong well and fuck and, you and your black and white bullshit yeah exactly i was just going to say that i mean that's infantile thinking yeah. speaking, there, speaking also, of abortions i mean he he aborted his intellect years ago yeah. there's also another little known kind of uh, uh pregnancy called an ectopic pregnancy yeah where the 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 egg actually starts to develop in the fallopian in the tube, fallopian tubes and, and can it will kill rip the, mother. the yeah. mother's insides out yeah oh yeah it be will like grow a, until she dies be like a little alien yeah so there's plenty of cases where it's like no if you don't abort this, guess what? Neither the mother or the child are viable. They're both going to fucking die. Yep. Yeah. And there's also even more nuanced cases in the, like with disease and retardation and those kinds of things. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's, I don't know. I'm 50 50 on the retardation thing. Cause that's why I said it's more nuanced. Yeah. But, I mean, but it gets, but it even gets trickier. I mean, but to, to say absolutely never or absolutely always any, anything that's just, you know, such so one absolute a black and yeah. white answer like but that. but especially coming from a guy who espouses libertarian views to say, yes, yeah, states rights. But then yeah. except for in this case where it's every time 100 percent wrong and I will take this, the rights away from the yeah. states and I will so use the force of the government to to force these women yeah. to, to carry these fetuses. Yeah. Right. Her. And then on top of that, I'm going to go ahead and support policies that make sure that those women never have the ability to support the babies I forced them to have. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I, I just thought that I, answer I guess, was fucking bullshit. I guess with the mental He's retardation thing, it's, I know a lot of times when women are are having are going to give birth, and like, hey, your child has Down syndrome. They know before the child uh-huh. you know, they give birth, uh-huh. and they often give the mother the option, like, you can either abort it now or you can carry it through to term. Yeah, sure. Out there, I'm like, I'm like, uh, it's up to the mother if she wants to abort it. It's totally up to the mother. It's kind of like that's well, not any different than any other. No, no, cases. I'm not saying it's not any different. It's just kind of like, well, I want a perfect child versus one that. Is going to still be, totally up to her. I know. I'm, not, I know, I'm, yeah, I'm right. still saying it's totally up to the mother. I'm just saying. Well, there's a lot of people out there with totally fine functioning Down syndrome who are badass people. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, sure. if you're, you're talking about personality wise, you're more likely to get a, a, a more compliable, happy, loving, joy, joyful child out of a Down syndrome person than you are out of a, a, a normal chromosome. I guess human. To me, it's I mean, like it, it, shit, kids can be shitty as fuck sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I guess to me, it's just we like, know we've had. We've like, had kids. If, I've been pretty lucky <laughs> with, if a, with if Brandon. A, but, if a family only wants be. to have sons and they abort every they abort every <laughs> female they know they're going to have, it's like, well, that's kind of. Designer babies, yeah. yeah. That's kind of a shitty attitude to have about it. Like, you're trying to have a kid. It's just not the one you want, so you're going to keep aborting it until you find the one you want. Like, that's kind of a shitty attitude to have about having a kid. Yeah, I, I don't see many people getting an abortion, though, no. based no, on no. sex of the baby. No, no but, but I, I mean, and I, I'm, I'm kind I would of have... equivocating that a little – it's not the same as having a I would have a problem. Child, if, but... I would have a problem with that if they did that after birth. Oh well, they're like, birth, oh okay, it's a girl. Chunk, cut the that, head that, off. Or that something. is that is murder. Yeah, I wouldn't be cool with that, but <laughs> but if they're doing it during, you know, well, technically in the, the Bible, in the womb, yeah, I it's, it's it's I don't think it's completely up to the woman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but technically in the Bible, you can kill the child up to one year old, right? <laughs> I it's it's some who knows? T- it's like, sometime know. after birth. Yeah, that they're not counted. I can't right, remember. Right, what yeah, the, yeah. I can't yeah. remember what the time frame is. Yeah, it's 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 a while. Uh, so the next, the next little bit of the, of the debate that I thought was funny, it just made me chuckle, is Ben Carson fucking up what he's saying again. Uh, <laughs> saying what? that people in the Baltic region are afraid of Putin's saber rabbling. Saber rabbling? Mm. <laughs> Fucking dummy. <laughs> 
Saber Rabble. I'd like to ask a few questions about foreign policy broadly. Dr. Carson, many experts believe Russian leader Vladimir Putin has greater ideas, bigger designs for the region beyond Russia's actions inside Ukraine. Fast forward to February 2017, and it is President Carson and Russian ununiformed commandos cross the Estonian border and they occupy a city in Estonia. Estonia, a member of NATO, uh, essentially invokes Article 5, an attack on one is an attack on all. Has to tell people where these countries are. First of all, recognize that Vladimir Putin is an opportunist and he's a bully and we have to face him down. And I would, first of all, Good luck with uh, that face him down in that whole buddy. region, the whole Baltic region. I think we need to put in some armored brigades there. We only have one or two. We need much more than that. Um, we need to be doing military exercises. We need to invade uh, the Baltic region. Not only yeah. Estonia, Pretty much. but Latvia yep. and Lithuania. Those they're terrified by the saber rambling. Uh, I think we ought to put in our missile defense system. I think <laughs> saber rambling. They're terrified by the saber rambling. Do you know what that reminds me of? <laughs> it's fucking perfect. Do you remember? Do you remember in the eighties the the McDonald's commercials where they actually had like Grimace and Birdie and oh yeah the, the commercials. The, the big like Sesame Street characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And Hamburglar would come through. Rubble, rubble, rubble. <laughs> rubble, rubble, rubble. <laughs> I want someone to put the word light in, like just fit it right in, like, then they're lightsabering. <laughs> lightsabering, yeah. Lightsaber rambling. Rambling. Rubble, rubble, rubble. Yeah. I just thought it was, I just thought it was funny. And then another Ben Carsonism. Uh, oh, God. Then Ted Cruz said, make some comment about God has blessed this country with enormous natural resources. <laughs> I don't even want to play that one. Fuck no. him. Fuck him. I just, my yeah. comment on it was just black. <laughs> I mean, that's one thing I do hate about them. All yeah. of them. They're all about drill, 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 mine, 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 take it all up. Hey, God gave it to us. We can use it, right? It's like, well, God gave us a lot of things we don't use because they're very destructive. Mm-hmm. Like, we could run our cars on plutonium. Yeah, sure we could. Yeah. But we'd all die. Yeah. Uh, their closing remarks I summarized here. Rand Paul says he's the one true fiscal conservative who will look at all spending to balance the budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said that before. John Kasich says we can fix things with a can-do attitude of optimism and working together. <laughs> Gee whiz, a real can-doer. <laughs> it was all very optimistic. Uh, Chris Christie pumps up the fear and terror, uh, fear, the fear of terrorist attacks. Says his wife was in a building two blocks from the World Trade Center during the 9-11 attacks. Oh, boy. Oh, two blocks. And that he didn't hear from her for six hours and was afraid of becoming a single parent. Of course, there was no mention of his wife leaving her law firm afterward and now working as a managing director of a Wall Street investment firm. Has she gone? Has he gone after Wall Street? I wasn't sure, so I did a little digging while watching the debate. And while I couldn't find anything from him talking about Wall Street reform, I did find this article uh, from the International Business Times, IB Times, and thought it was interesting. It's titled, Chris Christie's Administration Omitted Wall Street Fees from State Pension Analysis, when he touts his his financial yeah. record of, it, this of is governor of June New Jersey. Of last year. Story reads that even as Chris Christie pushed to cut benefits to retired New Jersey firefighters, teachers, and other state workers... You know, some of our first responsors, the people who watch who, our kids throughout the whole fucking who already day. already don't get great retirements to begin with. Right. 
uh, saying there simply wasn't sufficient money in the pension fund, his administration was concealing how millions of those pension fund dollars were spent. Faced with intensifying criticism of skyrocketing fees, the state pension was paying to financial firms. The Republican governor's officials have touted their own cost estimate, but they didn't offer a complete reckoning. The official's testimony to state lawmakers and letter to one of the state's largest newspaper chains earlier this year appeared to prove that the state's fees were well below other states. In fact, the Christie administration's pension analysis obtained through an open records request by International Business Times omitted so-called performance fees that the state is paying to Wall Street. Those levies, which give financial firms a cut of the state's investment gains, now total hundreds of millions of dollars a year. Hundreds of millions of dollars per year. Yeah. A Christie administration presentation to state pension trustees also obtained by IB Times similarly omitted those performance fees from its cost estimate. Hundreds of millions of dollars. Which is probably less than they actually pay out per year. Yeah. The disclosure that the Christie administration's cost estimates hid large payments to financial firms comes as New Jersey lawmakers are set to hold a hearing on Thursday to scrutinize the more than $600 million a year the state now pays in total pension fees. The hearing follows an IB Times' reporting series that prompted New Jersey pension trustees to launch a separate separate investigation into the fees, some of which have been paid to financial firms whose executives made campaign contributions to Republican organizations backing Christie's election campaigns. The Christie administration's Treasury Department did not respond to questions from IB Times about its cost estimates. I wonder why. Yeah. In the last year, while Christie's administration said the state pensions fund is so strapped for cash it must reduce benefits for retired state workers while spending hundreds of millions of dollars on these fees, Christie's commission of financial executives did not include proposals to reduce those fees. Thomas Healy, the head of New Jersey's pension reform panel, deemed the fees, quote, insignificant, end quote. In May, Christie vetoed bipartisan legislation that would have compelled his aides to more fully disclose pension fees. State Senator Bob Gordon, the Democrat who is chairing Thursday's hearing about pension fees, told IB Times that he is concerned about the cost associated with the Christie administration's shift of billions of dollars in pensioner savings to private financial firms. He noted that while the investments have generated enormous payouts to Wall Street managers, the state's portfolio has delivered below-median returns in comparison to otherly, to other similarly-sized pension funds. Quote, before we change laws related to benefits, we want to figure out how we maximize these investments. Gordon said, we certainly want to do as well as the market. If we can do better in an index fund, we should talk about doing that, end quote. Earlier this year, IB Times reported that the Christie administration had quietly changed how pension fees were reported. Amid a pay-to-play investigation and general scrutiny of Christie officials delivering pension deals to politically connected law firms, the governor's State Investment Council specifically classified $335 million of payments to financial firms as, quote, performance allocations. That's nearly half of what they pay out in the actual fucking fees. $335 million of payments in performance allocations. Allowing the Christie administration to assert that the state paid just $265 million in fees that year because they didn't uh. include more than double that in these performance allocations. <sighs> in March, Christie's uh, Treasury spokesperson Joseph Perone sent a letter to the, to the state's Gannett newspapers declaring that, quote, a recent cost analysis, end quote, proves that the New Jersey pension fund's overheated costs are approximately 25% below its peers. However, in testimony to legislators later that month, Christie's state treasurer, Andrew Sidiman Aristoff, 
drew on that cost analysis to assure lawmakers that New Jersey has been paying just 33 cents in fees per $100 in the pension system, a rate that he said was below average of 41 cents for large pension plans. Quote, we've been very frustrated with with the distortions made in the press about this matter, he told lawmakers. Criticism of the fees, quote, impugns the performance of our professional staff, he said. At a separate hearing, he added, quote, the truth is that New Jersey's management fees and expenses are below the average for peer large public pension funds. He says that's the truth, end quote. Or end quote before I said he says that's the truth. (laughs) But the Christie administration figures cited by Sidiman Aristoff and spokesman Perone did not include the $335 million of performance fees. It's like a bonus. Had those levies been included, the cost analysis would have showed that the state paid 75 cents per $100 under management, far higher than the national median, according to a 2013 study from the Maryland Public Policy Institute. In his testimony, Sidiman Aristoff said that of the 17 large public pension plans, only two disclosed both performance fees and standard investment management fees. When compared to those two, Sidiman Aristoff asserted, New Jersey paid 0.3% less in fees. <laughs> but in California, which publishes the performance fees that financial managers tell officials they're assessing, the state's $300 billion pension system paid out $1.4 billion in fees in 2014, or 46 cents for every $100 under management. Wow. Hmm. Had New Jersey paid the same fee rate as the California Public Employees Retirement System, taxpayers would have saved over $200 million in 2014 alone. Yeah. That's $200 million yeah. in one year of this Fis- state. Fiscal conservatives. Money. Look, so now that the Republicans have lost all their fiscal conservatism because they've been adopted by presidents like Clinton and Obama, what do they have? They have nothing. No. You, you took of it like Clinton and Obama have adopted the fiscal conservatism and conservatives have gone to fiscal liberalism. Uh, now you have fiscally conservative and socially liberal presidents like Obama and Clinton that are pro LGBT, pro women's rights, pro rights of everyone, pro minimum wage, all that stuff, and still increase, increase the economy, decrease federal spending. What do the Republicans it, have at all? They and then have we nothing. Got Bernie, who was anti-establishment, they love Jesus. They love Jesus. They That's what they have. That's it. They love them some Jesus. Yeah, and they manage money about as well. Yeah. Where Trump says he can't be bought, Bernie's never been bought. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but the thing, the thing is, there's there's articles like this about every Republican candidate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then. They they make a big fuss about Benghazi and the emails. Yeah. And all of that to Bernie's nothing. Yeah. You know, I mean, but every one of these slime bags has their own fucking bullshit thing. I mean, well, even with the whole Benghazi thing, the, that one guy got caught by basically coming out and saying straight up like, yeah, we did it to try to ruin Hillary's presidential. Yeah. The, yeah. You've seen you've seen what we did to Hillary. Yeah. It's fucking horse, and people see keep going at it. And I'm I I talked to someone at work the other day. I'm like, you realize there's been over fifty five fucking investigations in the Hillary for Benghazi, independent, Benghazi! Democratic, Democrat and Republican investigations, and every single one's came to the same conclusion: she's innocent. Get the fuck over it. Yeah, yeah. move the fuck on. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, that move, was move on.org. That was that was part of Chris Christie's <laughs> closing that that took me down the little rabbit hole there. Yeah, uh, Jeb Bush says we need a conservative leader of the United States. He'll restore our military and beat Hillary Clinton. 
that he stumbled through most of his closing. I mean, it was just kind of a rambling mess of nonsense. Uh, ben Carson recited the preamble to the United, to the U.S. Constitution <laughs> and then finished it with enough said. That was his entire closing. Wow. He memorized the preamble to the United States Constitution, recited it, and at the end of it just said enough said. Wait, so he also remember, he also rememberized enough said? Memorized <laughs> and threw that at the end? Dude, and you could tell yeah. there, there was a moment right at the beginning of him starting reciting the preamble that you could see a small wave of panic wash over him because <laughs> he there was always the, looked there was like this, that. There was this little pause like, and then his oh. eyes got really big for a second like, oh, fuck, I've forgotten. Oh, fuck, like, I've forgotten. Oh, fuck, I've forgotten. <laughs> and then it came to him and I was like, oh, okay. That like was a, almost really... Just like a kid. Just, like like what, he did, what he did was just a bit of political fucking theater in the yeah. first place. But then, you know, it could have been so much worse for him anyway. I'd have if, fucking if giggled my ass off. It'd be but. hilarious if he did forget it and he just, <laughs> he just sat there for like 15 seconds. And, and then, I pledge allegiance to the United States of America. Enough yeah. said. <laughs> uh, Marco Rubio finished by saying that, quote, the Bible commands us to let our light shine on the world. <sighs> and then implored people to caucus for him so the biblical command to shine that light will be fulfilled. Oh, he went he went total Jesus on this one. I think yeah, I, I think I think his campaign advisors were saying, "Hey, you know, you you got to Jesus You got to Jesus it up, it up in here cuz Ted uh, Cruz is taking your numbers. We got to get lousy with the Jesus up in this yeah. match. Yep. Uh Ted Cruz's final remarks uh were that the country is in crisis. Oh, of course. Beer. He also said, and I've heard him say this several times, we've been burned over and over again. And I hmm. like I said, I've noticed him saying this repeatedly uh in interviews um, when, when, when he's interviewed by different media outlets and everything, I think this is hinting at a slogan yeah. in case he ever has to face off against Sanders. Yeah. We've been burned over and over again. Let's he's, not, don't feel the burn. We've been burned over and over again. I'm sure that's going to be his stupid fucking slogan yeah. Yeah. if he ever has to face off against Sanders. I, I'm yeah. pretty sure I debated with the guy at work who is a, a Ben Carson. Oh, yeah. Not a supporter, but he's just a Ben Carson. He is a Ben Carson? Yeah. He's not black. He's, he's one just, of the clones. He's just, <laughs> when he talks about stuff, I'm like, what the fuck did you just say? Does he think pyramids are grain storage silos? No, but we're, we got talking about like the political shit. He's yeah. like, we should just go fucking go bomb Iran. I'm like, would you rather us be, be <laughs> like cool with shit and get Iran to like play nice with us? Or you just want to blow up every fucking country we don't have like good terms with? If we don't like him, fucking nuke him. Turn him into a fucking parking lot. Pretty much. It's why like, I, I, I like, I like Trump. He's, he's willing to go over there and do what needs, yeah. be, needs to be done. And I'm like, what needs to be what? done? We murder need, people. We that's the difference. To to Too many people need killing country. these days. I tell you <laughs> what. Yeah, that's the difference. We we differ on what needs to be done. <laughs> Are so, you? Is he brown? Well, then kill him. Yeah. So in and the we, end, we don't think so. Rand Paul had a lot of support in the audience. He seemed calm and fairly reasonable, if you can ignore his ignorant and self-contradictory views on abortion. He seems arrogant and aloof. Yeah. I think he just doesn't give a fuck. Well, he dropped out today. is probably yeah, a big yeah, part yeah, of yeah. Uh John Kasich didn't speak a whole lot, but he came off as much more thoughtful than many of the other candidates on stage. Chris Christie came across as a know-it-all when he really knows very little blowhard who went out of his way to play on people's fears. Yep, that's Christie. Ben Carson was as boring and dumb as ever. Yep. That's Jeb Carson. Bush himself pointed out how often he vacillates for political expediency. He's such a fucking, he's such an idiot. I, you know, uh, I don't want to call any. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't want to call anybody out by name, but um, my son's grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> to the Googles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I was just curious. So I asked him because I know there are Republicans over there, um, you know, and Obama's a Muslim dictator kind of Republicans. Um, so I was like, who, who do they like? Because I can't see them really getting behind any of the crazy fucks like Trump and Cruz up top. But yeah, fucking Jeb. Yeah. Jeb. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, is he any different from his brother? No. No, that's why I like him. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly why they like him. They want another George W. Bush. And I'm like, uh, uh, that guy was so fucking embarrassing. (laughs) That guy was so embarrassing for us. He's still embarrassing. Yeah, he's still embarrassing. And Jeb is no better. Uh, Anyway, sorry. Oh, you're fine. So the last two here, uh, Marco Rubio tried to out Jesus, Ted crucify myself for jesus <laughs> yes nice and ted cruz came across Ted-a- no tedophile crucifix now it's gotta be tedophile <laughs> have you seen that video with his fucking daughter that hates his guts oh yeah that was oh, funny God. his I daughter ha- his daughter hates him like everybody else hates that you know guy. i didn't know it's who so it was gross. i didn't know who that that was his daughter like all i saw was somebody had posted a gif out there somewhere. oh geez yeah. so you're like so Whoa. i had no idea who it was like, i thought it was just some like little rapey. girl in the audience and he's being all fucking creepy with yeah her. and you're like fuck it really didn't make it much better that it was his daughter. No. No. After I learned that, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, no, it still doesn't yeah, really she, make it that much better. Pedophile. She says no so many times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah tedophile crucifix. Crucify. And lastly, Ted Cruz came across as the whiny and petulant turd he is. Yep. His whole argument with Chris yep. Wallace. <laughs> just, yeah, what I was watching it going, oh, baby. this is delightful. Oh, this is lovely. Yes, argue with the moderator because then they'll change <laughs> the rules mid-fucking debate for you, yeah. shithead. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait till we get a Democrat and Republican on the stage. Oh, it's going to be lovely. I, oh. I, I would like to see if it's Bernie and somebody. I, Hillary's so politic that it's she's just it's not going to really be that big of a deal. She's yeah. not going to go and attack him. She's not going to, you know, Bernie's not going to either. But uh, that's why I wonder if Bernie will 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 change up his tactic when if he when he if he gets to that stage. When I when I hope he does. He get hasn't to that changed stage. his tactic in forty years. Yeah. I don't think so. So hopefully that has sated the thirst that some of our listeners have for mm-hmm. our debate coverage. I should say this though, it's getting to this point. If you support Hillary, fine. You know, you know that we like Bernie. That's fine. If you support Hillary, great. We're yes. going to vote for her if she's the nominee. I think she would We're make gonna... a fine president. Yes, I, of course. I, of I, course. I, but all this, could bu- she be all better? this yes. bullshit, all this bullshit about, you know, unfriending people on Facebook over the Democratic potential Ridiculous. nominee. All this fucking back and forth bullshit, talk shit. It's, it's a bunch of garbage. Come on. Yeah. It, we cannot afford to lose this one. Yeah. Democrats. Yeah, you know, I, do not no. let Ted Cruz. The, you're talking about a generation of up to maybe four Supreme Court justices. Yeah, yeah. I've had a couple little, not not fights, it's, but little. It's ridiculous. You know, little little conversations back and forth with Hillary supporters and Bernie supporters and whatever. And you know, for a couple of them, it's just like at the end of it, I'm like, look, I don't know why you're so upset by this. You know, I think I think Hillary would make a fine president, and if she ultimately goes on and wins the nomination, I will happily vote for her over any other Republican yeah. or any other candidate who may be running. Any I will happily Republican? do that. Well, <laughs> I did say any other Republican. <laughs> yeah. Though I didn't mean to. But. Well, she is by far the best Republican. <laughs> yeah. No, but. but I would happily vote for her versus anybody the Republican yeah, Party certainly. has thrown out there. You know, and and – 
I mean, yeah, we have a difference of opinion. She, I think, like I said, I think she would make a fine president. I just happen to like Bernie more. It yeah. doesn't make me a terrible person. It doesn't make you a, a dipshit for thinking that Hillary would be better. Yeah, but I mean, what we need to think of now, though, is Bernie and Hillary as a group and Cruz and Trump as a group. Yeah. yeah. I mean, could you imagine the Trump presidency that puts Cruz on the Supreme Court? Oh. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> like we'd be fucked. We need Bernie or Hillary. Yeah. We need yeah. we need the, one of I those mean, two. We already put Ted Cruz in NASA. So, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, when you look at, you know, the the likelihood of the next president appointing at the at a minimum one Supreme Court justice, yeah. possibly right. up right. to three, maybe four, maybe four. Yeah. But I mean. It, it's it's pretty it's much a given that it's going to be at least one that the next president is going uh-huh. to have to appoint. Uh-huh. And to to allow <laughs> fucking Ted Cruz, any Marco Rubio, yeah. Chris Christie, Donald Trump to allow any of those people the pick of who would of who would be on on the Supreme Court of the United States is a fucking terrifying. Yeah, thing. they're gonna pick pastors. Uh, pastors, yeah. It would be <laughs> except for Trump. He might he might give a pardon to Bernie Madoff and throw him in there, uh, <laughs> or he put his kids in. He's my guy. Bernie's a smart guy. <laughs> I, l- I like Bernie. He, gets he likes things me. Done. <laughs> you know he knows he knows how to make some money. <laughs> yeah, that isn't his. Yeah. Just like me, Sheriff Arpaio. <laughs> oh yeah, Joe Arpaio. That'd be. <laughs> oh God, I could see Cruz doing that. <laughs> Fuck. But don't you have to already be? That's my like, night. Uh, that is on the my board. fucking. No, night. you that's, don't. That's you don't my even nightmare. have to be. You don't have to have. You do not have to have any legal experience whatsoever. Oh, yeah. Just look at what was the name of the of the woman who Bush nominated uh, Sotomayor. No, no, that was recent. Oh, no. that was that was Obama. Right? That was Obama. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the the woman's name who who George uh, W. Bush nominated. Who I, if I recall correctly, had was wasn't even an attorney. Uh, no, that should be part of nominated, like a, but didn't didn't make it. Right? Yeah, she didn't oh, make oh, it okay. onto the Supreme Court. But I mean, he, that should be a prerequisite. You should have yeah, to know. Yeah, because he, he put in Samuel Alito, but right? she was so terrible that even Republicans are yeah. like, "What the fuck, dude? She has no experience whatsoever. Uh, like you are doing this woman a political favor." Yeah. Huh. It was horseshit. All right, so I have tons and tons of news stuff. I know Matt brought some news articles. I have a couple of news things. You got some newsy things. Let's start off with this one. Uh, this comes to us from Dan Arrow, uh, our friend who we've had on the show before. Fantastic guy. Love Dan. Uh, this this is titled, Seminarian Arrested for Attempting to Have Sex with Infants in Mexico. Yeah. Why was he arrested? <laughs> he didn't do it. Uh, the story reads that a former Ohio seminary student was arrested by federal agents in San Diego, California, for trying to have sex with infants in Mexico, according to authorities. Wright has been charged with travel with intent to engage in illicit sexual conduct and aggravated sexual abuse of a child. Yes, yeah, just disgusting. When arrested, Wright was carrying $2,000 in cash along with baby clothes and a bottle in his luggage. I'm that, guessing that he was that would wearing be a baby bottle. Yeah, yeah, those were his clothes. A, de- <laughs> a Department of Immigration and Customs Enforcement spokeswoman told San Diego's ABC Seven on Sunday, Wright was apparently part of a federal operation after he had posted an ad on Tijuana's Craigslist looking for an infant to adopt. When asked by a federal agent in an email if he'd previously had sex with infants, Wright allegedly responded, "Quote." I have not gone all the way before, 
but I have made it very close in the past, so I do have experience. That's fucking... End quote. Uh. Pontifical College Josephinium, the seminary Wright had attended, said they were shocked by the arrest. Shocked, I tell you! Probably not. Reverend John Allen, vice president for advancement at the school, said that Wright had been subject to a battery of psychological tests, interviews, and a background check before being accepted. Apparently all of those psychological tests, interviews, and background checks are fucking bullshit. They they probably were like, and what's your level of baby love? (laughs) Right answer. We're going to do some Rorschach tests here. (laughs) It looks like a baby. Okay. These are multiple How about this one? That also looks like a baby. (laughs) On the sexual attraction scale, how this, attracted are you to this baby? This one that looks like a tree here, what is the that looks like a baby. That <laughs> looks like me fucking that baby. What is your daughter's sexiest part? How about this one? What does this look like? That looks like a man fucking a baby. Oh Jesus. Uh how exactly could their test the story continues, how exactly could their test be very thorough if a man like Wright is able to get through and make multiple attempts to rape infants? Religion. And even get close enough to claim to have some experience. Yeah. And where was that experience at? Church. Yeah. These tests are all that stand between these students and becoming religious leaders in which parents often trust unquestioned with their children's well-being. That was actually a question. Oh, I didn't it? read it as one, but it's it's a fact. Oh, okay. <laughs> Perhaps parents can learn from this. <laughs> <laughs> that pastors and priests are simply not safe to leave with your children because they are people of God. Uh, yeah, and when I so I posted this out on our Facebook group, and and my comment on it was, or I'm sorry, on our Facebook page, and I said, you know, I'm sure that prior to learning of these allegations, everybody who knew this man thought he was a great, oh he was yeah, a good Christian. Yeah, he was a good Christian man. They always say that he was godly. Yeah, he was a good Christian. Nothing, nothing untoward would ever come of that. I mean, it's there's kind of uh, a I'm not going to say a a plague of pastors that like to rape a pox a, a <laughs> pox upon you. I said it like that because I just looked at this picture of uh, <laughs> yeah. Pastor David Manning, the semen man, the Starbucks semen man. You hear him in the introduction to the show. He's the one who says Jesus hates him too. Yeah, <laughs> and Obama. Yeah. yeah, that's for you, Meg. Uh, so the story says, and, and I, I, I was delighted when I learned of this. Mark Lawrence was the one who, of, yeah. of Mark Lawrence of Restore Our Humanity was the one who first brought this to my attention by posting it on his Facebook timeline that the Atla Church, A-T-L-A-H, where Pastor David Manning is serving as chief pastor is, has been ordered to the auction block for debt because they have not been paying well, he's got to pay for that green screen behind him. Yeah, they they haven't been they yeah. they're not cut up on their bills. Uh story comes to us from Raw Story. Uh the title says Harlem Pastor. Gays can't go foreclose on my church until they birth babies through their anus. <laughs> <laughs> he's so that's, fucking obsessed, man. That's not how it he's works. So obsessed. It's not how it's probably from all works. of his time There's spent only in death. Prison. And refuse in the anus. <laughs> I'm sure it comes from his time in prison when he admitted yeah. that he thought about having sex with other men while in prison. Yeah. Huh. Uh, we covered that story. Story says an anti-gay Harlem pastor fired back on Monday after an LGBT group bega- after an LGBT group began raising money to buy his church at a foreclosure auction. 
DNA Info reported that a state judge ordered Pastor David Manning's Atla Worldwide Church to be sold at auction to pay over $1 million in taxes and other debts. Yeah. Manning insisted that his church was exempt from most of the debt and that he would fight the order. <laughs> Rivers of Living wow. Water Ministries, an LGBT spiritual group, announced last week that it had launched a fundraising campaign to purchase the church and replace it with an inclusive ministry. During a Monday broadcast, Manning said that he had a warning, quote, for all the sodomites that think you're going to purchase this church in a foreclosure sale. This ain't no bathhouse. This ain't no fag house. This is the Lord's house, he proclaimed. Mm -hmm. And before you can ever own this property, hook or crook, men who are fags with testicles will be carrying <laughs> babies in their testicles and giving birth <laughs> well, to them through what? their anus. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, that's correct. You do have a good uh, yeah, uh, impression of him, yeah, though. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. <laughs> that's how impossible it is for you to get this house. Manning continued, when you start carrying a baby in your bags and birthing that baby through your ass, <laughs> then the you fuck? can own this house. But until I see you pull a baby out of your ass, you ain't going to pull this church out from underneath us and boom, shakalaka goes right there. <laughs> please tell nice. me, is there a video attached to this? There actually oh. is. Oh, please, that's amazing. Please, let's, let's, let's listen to him say it. It's gonna, it's, it's, boom, shakalaka. This is some Comedy right Central down. material right here. But I, I see this, as many of the elders have discussed, uh. as just more of an opportunity for us to get more press and to get more coverage to explain our position. Oh, that's not a green screen. That's just a um, backdrop. And as yep. to who we are. Right now, the articles are jumping all over the place. Every, I've gotten calls from everybody about this the news organization. In fact, in fact, I'll share this with you to all the sodomites that think that you're going to purchase this church and foreclose yourself. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Before you can ever own the Lord's house, because that's what this is. That's right. Like, that's this right. is the Lord's house. This ain't no damn bath house. That's right. Amen. Ain't no fag house. <laughs> this is the Lord's house. Amen. And before you can ever own this property, hook or crook to own this property, you will be carrying men who are fags with testicles will be carrying babies in their testicles and giving birth to them through their anus. That's how impossible it is for you to That's get right. this house. That's right. When you start carrying a baby in your bags yes, and birthing that baby through your ass, then right. you can own this house. Until I see you pull a baby out yes. your ass, you ain't going to pull this church out from underneath to us. And boom, shaka laka yes. goes right there. Yes. And all you fags can go to hell. Yes. I'm James David Manning, everybody. I'm the Lord servant. Servant. <laughs> the Lord. I, I, really, I mean, it's it's irrefutable irrefutable logic right oh. there. I mean, it's just. <laughs> I really gotta fuck with make some make some videos of this shit. Oh god, that was amazing. I was just watching that thinking I could green screen myself in behind him and doing some crazy shit. <laughs> I'm the Lord servant. <laughs> what the fuck was that all about? <laughs> I'm just wondering what's with the boom shot. I'm the Lord servant. <laughs> that's, that's funny. It's like Dr. Claw uh, at the end. It's like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> He's possessed, clearly. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so, our next story comes from Daily Coast, and it's about our friends at the Satanic Temple. Is it Daily Coast? Yes. Okay. Where was it from? What? I don't know. I thought it was Coos. I thought it was Cause. Daily Coos? 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 Daily Coos? 
Delicos. 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 Anyway, it's those guys that everyone gets. It's, no, it's because it's Marcos Melitzas. It's Delicos. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, story is titled Freedom from Religion Foundation Warns Phoenix, Arizona Mayor Against Discrimination Towards Satanic Temple. And this was posted by our friend Doug Mesner. He's a great Yay! guy. Yeah. I like him so much. Uh, he will actually yeah. be a guest on the show in two weeks. Looking forward to yes, that. Yes, he will. We'll I be have, talking more about this. I have to admit, though, I have I have been fully mesmerized. <laughs> <laughs> As have I. Uh, As have I. Yes. Uh, the story reads, Phoenix, Arizona, February 1, 2016. Last week, the Satanic Temple announced via press release that, quote, the regularly scheduled deliberations of the February 17 Phoenix, Arizona City Council meeting will begin with a Satanic invocation Compliments of local members of the Satanic Temple. Satanic Templars Michelle Short and Stu DeHaan received approval through the city clerk for the invocation following years of tension between Phoenix and secular organizations asserting that the city council's type typical opening, excuse me, typical opening prayer constitutes a, constitutes a breach of church-state separation. Yep. The backlash was immediate. And by Friday, city, and by Friday, council members added an emergency item to the February 3 <laughs> meeting agenda to consider their options for legally blocking TST's invocation. And none exist. Yep, you can't. TST spokesperson you Lucian Greaves, in a statement to the Friendly Atheist blog, commented, quote, I wish I could do a good Mesner voice, but I can't. I'll Ooh, just... yeah, that's tricky. <laughs> uh, but it says, quote, we leave it to the journalist to determine the level of irony in the notion that our impending invocation might constitute an emergency when weighed against other items of local importance. However, we can assure you there is no legal option for discrimination. Um, End quote. We should also mention that uh, he is also in our intro. Yes. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, today, February 1. The Freedom From Religion Foundation sent a letter to the mayor of Phoenix warning that if the council does block TST from delivering their invocation, the city will be violating the temple's basic constitutional liberties. The letter reads in part, We understand that the PCC will be considering a proposal to change its prayer policy to do two things, both aimed at keeping out members of the Satanic Temple. One, require individual council members or the mayor to invite someone to deliver the prayer before a meeting. In the words of Councilman DeCicchia, Disico, 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 Dicacchio. Some Italian guy. I went all Japanese with that. (laughs) (laughs) This would favor, quote, Judeo Christian groups, end quote. Number two, require prayer grivers, prayer grivers. (laughs) You went all Trump with that. (laughs) Require prayer grivers. You went all Japanese with that. (laughs) Require prayer grivers. To be residents of Phoenix. Sorry, Japan. Lucian Greaves comments, quote, This entire situation has very quickly and effectively revealed the lack of legal savvy, constitutional ignorance, and self-serving audacity of some, of some city officials in Phoenix. While council members who are trying to block our invocation are claiming to the media that their proposed changes in invocation policy are not meant to be discriminatory, but simply a sudden procedural adjustment, ah. they are at the same mm-hmm. time taking to their social media to openly declare that their intent is to keep the Satanic Temple out. Huh. Councilman Sal DeCiccio, DeCiccio, <laughs> has been, t- has been tweeting furiously, 
that he specifically intends to block our invocation, and Councilman Jim Waring has been quoted in the press saying that he wants to take us to court rather than allow our freedom of speech, quote, even in the face of almost certain defeat, end quote. Uh-huh. Greaves considers these comments to be indicative of official incompetence. Yeah. Think about Waring's statement. He's willing to take us to court even if facing certain defeat. This indicates that he realizes that the law is not on his side, but he's willing to fight a legal battle at taxpayer expense in hopes of unconstitutionally privileging certain types of religious expression in the public forum over others. Dude, in a a game of wits, don't go against Doug. Yeah. (laughs) You're going to lose. Do not do that. According to press... Quote, State Attorney Holmes suggested that the Satanic Temple would be unable to seek legal relief if the emergency bill were to be enacted, as it wouldn't be a matter of, quote, prohibiting a prayer, but making them follow procedure, which just happened to have changed in response to their prayer request. But according to Greaves, Holmes' comments don't deserve to be taken seriously. Quote, we have a public record of city officials explicitly stating that they are changing the rules to block our invocation. Further, one simply can't claim that because a policy is broadly discriminatory, no one group can sue for discrimination. To take this to its ad absurdum, the council might as well say they'll only permit Christian prayers in the public forum and claim that Jewish groups can't sue because TST isn't allowed to speak either, Greaves says. To be clear, Greaves states, if the city of Phoenix blocks us from delivering our invocation, we will file suit. Oh, yeah. Very good. Greaves, however, is hopeful that this controversy will lead to positive results. Hopefully the upshot of all the chaos and outrage that our forthcoming invocation is now causing will be a hard, fast lesson for const- a hard, fast lesson in constitutional law for our bloated, puzzled, and mentally atrophied theocrats. We reserve that we reserve the right that their tribalist supporters will view future attempts to break the wall of separation of church and state more critically. When the public forum is open to one religious voice, it is open to them all. That is the very definition of religious liberty, and that is the nature of pluralism. Let us hope that reasonable reasonable people can look to this situation and recognize that ultimately, the beliefs and practices of the Satanic Temple are irrelevant in the question of our constitutional rights. It simply is not the place of the government to act as an arbiter of what constitutes legitimate religious or political speech in the public forum. Right, correct. We see too clearly that exclusive privilege breeds contemptuous arrogance and incurious minds. Uh Uh-huh. When God's militants take up the cross as a bludgeon to impose their tyrannical whims, what shall the advocates for liberty be called? Huh. We are Satanists, and we consider ourselves invited every time the public square is opened to religious expression. Yes. yes. Exactly. Yes. I, was, <laughs> I have a beer in my hand, but I wanted to clap yeah. as well. <laughs> so I, I, yes, exactly I wanted to so. say this really quick. Uh-huh. I have developed a new tactic when debating people with some of this stuff. Yeah. I will read them the oh. Satanic Temple's seven tenets without telling them where it comes from. Oh, yeah? Uh, like, what do you think of these? Like, Do you think this is a, like a good way to live your life? Like, yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I'm like, yeah. That sounds great. From, this comes from the Satanic Temple. And like, what? No, it doesn't. I'm like, yeah. They don't believe in Satan. It's not that. I'm like, this comes from the group, the Satanic Temple. You tricked me just like Satan would. I know. So it's like, next time, before you start talking <laughs> shit on stuff. You deceiver. Before you start talking <laughs> shit on stuff, fucking... Learn about them a little bit. There's a couple of tweets on there from uh, DiCaccio. So I noticed his name was spelled differently two times. At first, I'm like, maybe it's Disco? <laughs> it's it's <laughs> Dis- Sal Disco. C-I? Sal Disco. Making an S sound? 
Sal, Sal Disco. Now they might be Sal Disco. Because <laughs> one's the I O, one's his O. Yeah, there there are three tweets from here from him here at the bottom of the article. Uh, the first one says, "From Sal, fuck your last name." Politically, <laughs> <laughs> politically correct point. Phoenix politicians pushing, in all caps, satanic prayer, about to get pushed back. I move to block satanic prayer. He's saying this publicly. It's clear what yeah, his intentions are. On his Twitter. The next the next tweet says, political correct Phoenix pushing Satanists to speak at city invocation about to get pushed out. This is not about diversity, but about stupidity. I would agree on the part yeah. of you, yeah. Sal, the fuck your name. Yeah, it's about your own stupidity. He needs to learn when he twatters, it's public. <laughs> and for any of our listeners who... Share the same last name as Sal the fuck your name. I apologize. <laughs> send us send us in a little audio of how to spell how, how to say your last name. Uh <laughs> the last the last tweet from Sal the fuck your name says Phoenix politicians allow satanic prayer in closeted I'm sorry it's fucking closed, tiny closed door meeting. I'm going to zoom in here. Phoenix politicians allow satanic prayer in closed door meeting. To fuck your name wearing <laughs> Non Jesus and Gates Nor- working to stop it. Nor Norvakowski. Non Wakowski. Non Wakowski. Is it non? Yeah. Non Wakowski? Huh. Yeah. Is that like a Kawasaki doesn't run? <laughs> yeah. It's a non Wakowski. <laughs> so I mean he's made he's made their intentions clear. Yeah. And has fucked himself in the process. Yeah, he's, that's that's he's, the kind of that's the kind of arrogance that comes with this type of thinking, right? That they can say and do whatever the fuck they want, oh, yeah. and it won't matter. Yeah, well, now he's painted himself into a nice little corner there. Considering and, everything he said on Twitter can be used against him in a court of law. Well, and if he if he thinks that uh, Lucian is unable to either identify or take advantage of the positions he's put himself in, he's sorely mistaken. Sorely. Yeah. Sorely, and he'll be sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, he may not be sorry, but the fact is he's going to have to change his position. Yeah. The Satanic Either Temple way. really has done a lot of work in the past few years for the separation of church and state. Absolutely. I yeah. love those and, guys. And, and, I am a and huge, for equal rights. Yeah, I, I am a huge a huge supporter of the Satanic Temple and their yep. work. I think they do fantastic things. I, yep. not, I, I think, honestly, without them, it, we might not have been able to get as much work done as possible because they kind of strike a little bit of fear into people. Well, they feel they fill a perfect niche. Yeah. They fill a niche that no secular or atheist group can. Well, in fact, no other. I should say. Yeah, I think I think in a certain sense, um, they they make it easier for the rest of us athe- the rest of we atheists, you know, because atheist is a bad word, but not so bad as a Satanist is a bad word. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, because that's still part of their mythology. Atheism is in the mind re- of backward. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right, right. But I mean, when you're talking to you, atheism is only a bad word to religious people, right? So, but, but atheism is a step removed from it. It's just like, no, I don't do any of that bullshit. Yeah. Satanism is like, in a certain sense, it's, yeah, I accept the same mythology as you, but everything like, opposite yeah <laughs> i'm the we we like the bad guy as far as they're concerned so i mean that it, it it takes a whole nother step into um 
fear and danger and badness and you know it it, it it's a, it's a whole other step that atheism isn't well and um, I, and he, i would i would say rather than accept the mythology they adopt the mythology to yeah, suit their own agenda yeah yeah, right? yeah yeah that's a that's that's fair yeah that's a better way to say but it but i still but, honestly think in the whole mythology satan's the good guy well i i mean i would agree i would agree with that but it but it forces christians to go all the way to this extreme side of their their perceived yeah, enemy yeah. and then when they come back a, a tick or two they're like oh well atheist oh okay you guys well, are that's, reasonable at least you're not satanists you know <laughs> yeah. yeah you know so it helps which, us in that way as well which a lot of them still believe we believe in satan which is like do you not know what atheist <laughs> means yeah no they don't yeah, I I love all of the work that the Satanic Temple has been doing. It's oh, oh, yeah. I think it's an amazing organization. Mm-hmm. Well, I got a couple more stories. What do you got? A couple more stories. What okay. What's what's which one you <laughs> want to start with? I would like to start with one that comes to us from the United Kingdom. Oh, Queensland. The Limeys. from Dave. Oh. Hi, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking limey bastard. Yeah. <laughs> I had a limey mother-in-law. She's a great person. <laughs> Sorry, our country kicked your country's ass. Oh, Jesus. I, she, no. she used to say some of the, she used no. to say some things that every now and then I go, uh, I'm kind of insulted by that. Like she, it's, it's an English saying that, uh, if somebody's doing something stupid and you're teasing them, it's it's a common phrase to say, oh, I'm just taking the mech out of you. And I'm like, oh, nice. You know, that that's insulting, right? <laughs> and she's like, whatever do you mean? <laughs> that's I'm actually like, kind of funny. Well. Just taking the mech out of you? Yeah. Well, and I'm like, well. Because they hate the Irish. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> you know, you know, I'm, I'm part Irish. And what you just said is you thought I was being stupid. So you're teasing me because you're trying to take the stupid Irish out of yeah. me. And she's like, oh. What's, I've never thought of it that way. <laughs> it's kind of like I ran into a drunk uh, British chick overseas once on an American base that was got drunk at the American pub on the base, uh-huh. and she's like, "What the fuck? I just say, I just called it a cunt. I didn't mean anything by it." And like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, American women don't like being called cunts. <laughs> I understand in other parts of the world it's just like an average slang, but to American women, it's. Very insulting. I love the word cunt. Yeah, I got it's, no. Oh yeah, it's awesome. Problem with it? I mean, but she didn't get that. I'm like, yeah, most American women don't enjoy being called the cunt. You know what I've noticed? Most people who have a problem with the word cunt also have a problem with the word moist. Well, yeah, they hate hatchet wound even more. <laughs> well, hatchet wound's a little. I mean, it is. Gash. It is technically an open wound almost but i mean just like if That's we look at wound, if we I look mean, at individual well, words and like they're just distaste for the sound of them yeah like if if they dislike cunt they also dislike moist uh-huh. yeah so i like to say moist and cunt a lot <laughs> <laughs> like, i need to use cunt more often actually like i cunt my finger you cut it. <laughs> well, this is a sweet segment. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Dave. We've shit all over your story. Sorry. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll we'll get to the serious part. No, thanks, Dave. We're just trying to take the mick out of you and a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you limey bastard, uh, you. <laughs> Dave Morris, yeah. Yes, yes. Thank you for sending this in. To yes, us, very Dave. much appreciated. As you can tell. <laughs> uh, this this story is really actually pretty terrible. Yes, it is. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's why we got to have a little laughter beforehand. <laughs> a Maoist cult leader 
who kept his who kept his daughter as a slave in a commune for thirty years and raped his and raped his brainwashed followers has been jailed for twenty three years. It should be life. Is that all? Yeah, it's the UK. Yeah. I know. We have much harsher sentences. Well, so. when he jailed her for 30, he should at least get double. Yeah, you'd think, right? Yeah. Um, Aravindan Balakrishnan from Enfield, London. That's where the rifle comes from. Does it? The Enfield rifle. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Guns! Uh, was, handle- was handed the sentence this afternoon in Southwark. Southwark? Is it South South Southwick? No, Southwark. 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 Crown, Crown Court. Southwick. Southwalk. I don't know, Dave. You'll have to let us know. Southwick Crown Court. <laughs> Maybe that was better. This afternoon in Southwick Crown Court, <laughs> <laughs> known as Comrade Bala, uh, within the Women Only Collective, he founded forty years ago. The seventy-five-year-old carried out a brutal campaign of sexual de- degradation against the women over several decades. Wait. So a male running a women's only collective? Yes, sir. That instantly says rapey to me. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and I'll giggle at that for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and look Fuck at his, me, right? His, yeah. fa- his face says rapey to me, yeah. too. Look at that bastard. He's got a lot of candy in the van. He- <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yes, he does. <laughs> he brainwashed the cult into thinking he had godlike powers and that he could read their minds as a means of subjecting them to years of abuse. But apparently he couldn't read their minds of, you know, for discomfort or anything, or he didn't care. Didn't care. I'm guessing. So actually quite godlike, really. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Balakrishnan claimed that a challenge to his leadership result, uh, Yes, a challenge to his leadership resulted in the 1986 space shuttle disaster and an invisible war machine called Jackie was responsible for the election of Jeremy Corbyn as Labor Party leader. Uh, That sounds totally reasonable to me. Yeah, not Jeremy Corbyn, right? (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) Uh, The judge said he treated his daughter like an experiment. Uh, the judge said your treatment of her from birth to the age of 26 was a catalog of mental and physical abuse. Matt goes old school and uses paper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was Jesus Christ. This is fucking hard to do this now. Okay. Hold on. I got pop filters and it's in the way. Cause now he can't read it. I can't fucking read my papers, <laughs> my pipes. <clears throat> judge judge said that, uh, she was slapped with, with slippers or a stick from a McDonald's balloon you kept for that purpose. So that's there's nothing funny about that at all. No, I didn't giggle that time. <laughs> to keep his devotees in check, uh, Balakrishnan invented Jackie, which he said could kill or trigger earthquakes if anyone went against his will. During Balakrishnan's trial, the jury heard how his daughter was effectively kept as a prisoner in the uh, in the cult's house and robbed of her chance to get to know her extended family, make friends, or go to school. Would he show them pictures of Jack A? Oh, Harry? Maybe. Jack A. Harry? Jack A. Jack A. Jack A. She never visited a doctor. The secret child of Balakrishnan and one of his followers growing up uh, was told she was a waif. Wife? Wife, 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 wife. She's a wife, wife. Uh, who had been adopted by the cult. 
She was banned from leaving the house unaccompanied and routinely physio- uh, psychologically and physically abused. As a child, she became so lonely she would talk to the taps in the bathroom and try to make friends with the rats and the mice that scuttled into the kitchen. After 30 years of being kept a slave, she managed to escape in 2013 after memorizing the number for an anti-slavery charity she saw on the news. That's kind of a coincidence almost. Yeah, thanks to liberals. Where was God all this time? Right. She needed to learn some lessons. Sure did. Stuffing her up. It strengthened her faith. Yeah. Balakrishnan's daughter waived her right to anonymity to describe the her ordeal to the Press Association, which I think is incredibly brave and amazing. Yeah. Hell yeah, it is. Katie Morgan Davies, 33, formerly known as Rosie Davies, was abused by her father and was left restricted to the South London Commune, where her every move was manipulated. Revealing her her real identity, Ms. Morgan Davies uh, said that waiving her anonymity was an important step to retrieve the identity the cult tried to steal from her. She told the news agency, quote, I've been a non-person all my life. Now is my chance to be myself. It was horrible, so dehumanizing and degrading. I felt like a caged bird with clipped wings. Ms. Morgan Davies believes her father to be a narcissist and a psychopath. Uh, yeah, at, <laughs> yeah. Minimum, uh... at least. Yeah, sure. Uh, everyone, else, everyone else worshiping him, loving him, praising him, obeying him. He was just obsessed about control. And the people he looked up to were Stalin, Mao, Pol Pot, and Saddam Hussein. You couldn't criti- criticize them either hey. in, in the house. They were his gods and his heroes. These were the sort of people he wanted to emulate. Totalian dictators. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Torturers. Murderers. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes he would say he didn't like Mao because he saw Mao, Mao as a rival to him. He sort of followed them and wanted them wanted to be like them, but at the same time, he didn't want to, them to be worshipped except as secondary to him. He wanted to be bigger than all of them. But yet, we'd never heard of him <laughs> except, no. except for this story. So, well, it's... failure, but uh, terrible. Really, really terrible. Yeah, we've got, yeah. got a little bit of audio from here talking about uh, the story. Let's listen to that. It's such a passionate longing to be free I just used to wish there was some some magic by which the glass would disappear and I could fly free do you remember what you used to do for all those hours when other children were playing sit indoors and listen to lectures his lectures Bala lecturing about how he's going to rule the world and how Everything is tied up with him, and that was when he was in a good mood. And if he's in a bad mood, it was terrible. So much shouting, cursing, and physical violence towards me and towards others in the cult as well. It took my freedom, and Deprived me of family, childhood, friends, love, affection, sense of belonging, sense of home. I forgive him. Nelson Mandela said about if you leave the prison with hatred and anger and bitterness, then you're still in prison. God, I I still would have left with anger and hatred and bitterness. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, 
I mean, for what she went through, she's a she sounded like a pretty strong person. Yeah, she, she sounds she remarkably well adjusted. Um, yeah, yeah, she's gone well put together. Yeah, and sweet. Yeah. Then you also uh, feel bad when you realize that person lady. has had none of the experiences that we got to enjoy. As well, kids. sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, that that's just fucking heartbreaking. Oy. Well, thank you, Dave. Yeah, for sending that in, and also kind of fuck you, Dave. Well, it's <laughs> sending that in. No, it, it just, no, it just pre- confirms we that. It. <laughs> well, and and Dave said that what he found interesting is that all you have to do is replace the communist terms with a religious term, and hey, presto, mm. it's what yeah. we see all around us in the Christian world. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says two points: the law acts against control and abuse in a non-religious cult in a way they are reluctant to in a religious setting. Yeah. The Jehovah's exam the Jehovah the Jehovah's Witness for Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. Woo! The Jehovah's, for example. Second, this adds to the evidence of the man-made nature of religious belief. As a Brit, we sometimes come across Mormons, and I'm fairly sure there is at least one covert missionary that I have met here in China. (laughs) I'm always interested about the debunking of Mormonism. So how about a 10 best arguments when you meet the Mormons as you are closer? As you're closer, I'm guessing. Oh, as you're closer. Okay. Uh... And then he says, is there other, is there a, or is there such stuff on older pods? We have sprinkled that throughout a lot yeah. of our shows. Yeah. We've that, never that, directly talked about it. I mean, we can do it in one of these shows. To, to, yeah, come, to, up, to come up with the 10 best uh, statements to, to shoo away the missionaries, Mormon missionaries would be. Or get them to think. Yeah. That, that would be, that you'd have to go through every episode. And so, well, I think um, we should, we should just start compiling our own lists and ideas and we should vote on our own and make a top 10 out of our ideas. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the end of next week we can, we can have that put together. I'd have to think about that for a second. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think we'll have time tonight. And I was at work the last two weeks, three weeks. I forget. Yeah. <laughs> should, should, we, should each of us come up with our 10 best? I, th- I think we should each throw in the hat, our ideas, and we should just vote on what we think are the best 10. Yeah, we could do that. Okay. I think that would be interesting. Yeah. That would be fun. We'll be sure to do that on a, on a future sure. Future sure. We'll be sure to do it on a future sure. You should stick to drinking you know, hard Jesus alcohol Christ. and stop drinking beer. I, well, I've only had two <laughs> Dude, beers today, too. Like, <laughs> you sound... Oh, it's that full slur spension you're drinking. That's, That's what it is, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so they put a thing in my beers. <laughs> God, I don't know what the hell is wrong with that. Uh, what else have we got? We've already talked about Pastor Manning. Yes. We've already talked about the stuff in Arizona. I got a Michelle O'Bachman post. Oh, Jesus. oh, I hate that woman so much. <laughs> She's terrible. Shall we? Well, let's hear it anyway. Uh, okay. God damn it. What do we got? What do we got? Uh, Michelle O'Bachman. She's yeah. just... She's so, I don't, like, there's something fundamentally wrong with her. Yeah. Uh Like, the way she thinks about things. I mean, she's clearly not an idiot. I mean, she. We don't know that by her way she said stuff in the past. She very well could be an idiot. She's a fucking idiot, I mean, (laughs) she dresses herself and ties her own shoes, but you would not know know that. Did you see her dress herself? But you would not know that from a lot of the things that she says publicly. Did you see her dress herself? We're going by those standards. 
Well, the I'm, camera I'm, that I have going, set up in her house. <laughs> like, I'm going Ken Ham on you. Did you see her dress herself? Were you there? Were you there? Were you there? Yeah. Were you uh, in her closet? I, I, no, I was not there. That's a fair point, I guess. <laughs> I've seen chickens. I've seen chickens in overalls. So I, don't I did know see that. Like, did you see that video? Yeah, it's hilarious. Chickens it is. in overalls? Yeah, the chickens no, running around wearing pants. It's like, holy shit, that looks fucking weird. It's funny. I want to know how you got the pants on the chicken. <laughs> yeah, no shit. That's got to be hard. They got talons. These things are mean. Well. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> Michelle Bachman. Bachman. <laughs> is fantasizing about the apocalypse again. But it's hard to tell if she's trying to stop it or enthusiastically cheering it on. Well, you would think that all of the religious people would be enthusiastically cheering it on. Yeah, I know what I'd guess. Jesus will come back and say hi. <laughs> the former Republican congresswoman appeared Saturday on the End Times radio program hosted by Jan Markell and Eric Barger. Uh, who she warned that the Syrian civil war was setting up a biblical battle for Armageddon reported right wing watch. She's always so original with her ideas. Yeah. Bachman predicted world leaders were poised to grant legitimacy to the Islamic state and that Russian and Iranian military intervention in Syria was establishing grounds for the future invasion of Israel to seize its energy resources in accordance with biblical prophecy. Why wouldn't it be? Uh -huh. Really? Uh uh, she said, quote, I believe that they're positioning themselves so that someday they could invade Israel to be able to take over the vast stores of oil and natural gas that Israel is controlling. Um, she said a partnership between Russia and Iran supported by China would match the scriptural account laid out by the book of Revelation. Because it mentions China and Russia in and the Iran. book of Revelation. Yeah. 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 I don't All three think of them in, in the Bible. Oh, I'm sure certainly, it is. certainly isn't. I don't think Russia is I either. I think maybe not in your translation, but oh, Michelle yeah. Bachman's for sure. Uh, Bachman then cited a dubiously sourced report to predict that President Barack Obama was seeking to enlarge and expand his power by becoming Secretary, uh, Secretary General of the United Nations. Hmm. That is, assuming he doesn't cancel the November election and remain in the White House. Because <laughs> he can do that. <laughs> she said, quote, Obama would only go in, into an empowered, powerful UN powerful enough to see the United States come under the UN's authority. Uh, right Wing Watch traced the claim about Obama leading, leading the UN to a report from the Right Wing Investors Business Daily, which cited a possibly non-existent report in the Kuwaiti newspaper Al Jarida. The same newspaper that falsely reported that Obama had threatened to shoot down Israeli aircraft threatening Iran's nuclear programs. Yay! So, a credible news source? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if Obama and the UN had global domination plans, she wouldn't be reading about the plans in the paper. She'd be hearing about <laughs> yeah. it from Alex Jones. I know. <laughs> Nonetheless, Bachman, a frequent critic of the mainstream media, found the reporting credible enough to form the basis of a wild conspiracy theory about Obama becoming Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh. Oh, sorry. King of the world. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so the Lion King. Yeah, no, yeah it's in Simba. M Mufasa or Simba, yeah. Born in, born in Kenya, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. He's enamored with Rose. and <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Bachman went on to say... 
something I could not make sense of earlier, but go ahead and try. Uh, the whole idea of Obama being able to extend his presidency, even enhance it and expand it. I don't think I need to say what I'm thinking because I think a lot of the listeners are thinking the same thing and we all are too. And as you shake your head, you wonder what's coming next. No, I'm shaking my head at what she just said there. Was it, was it, was it anything? That sounds like something that like uh, like uh, what's his name and uh, Willy Wo- Willy Wonka would have said like a crazy Willy Wonka like riddle or something. <laughs> I, I, I said I, what I said and you know what I said and you heard what I said. And now I know what you think of what I said and I said what you think I said. With Donald yeah. Cruz in the background. Who's yeah. Donald? <laughs> Who the fuck is Donald Dude. Cruz? Did I say Donald Cruz? You did, yes. but it would be a funny combination. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, man, that's awesome. I, I might, all, the, all the stupid is blending into one. I, I might know. be able to Photoshop that, except it looked like Donald Trump had spent way too much time in a tanning booth this last week. <laughs> Donald Cruz and John Bain. I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. As tall as, as, tall as Rand Paul. I showed you that chicken video. I, now you're I think th- I'm having a stroke right now. Dude, are you, are you seriously okay? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the hell's. I've, it's been a long week. You I've need had, alcohol. That's what you need. You that's need, what it is. Yeah, yeah I have a pint. You need mate. whiskey. Oh my god! It's been a, it's been a long week. There's been a lot of things. A lot of things going on. Uh, all right. You better have your shit together next week. Donald Cruz. Jesus. <laughs> that's ter- Donald Trump. That's terrifying. And John Boehner in the background. Oompa loompa. Yeah. Yeah, John Boehner. He's just crying. I, I actually literally thought that. <laughs> when Donald Trump had his rally going, I literally thought he looked like an Oompa Loompa. His face was fucking yeah. orange. Yeah. And he has cotton candy hair, so yeah. Well, he's been getting oranger every week. Like his his tanning booth on his plane it's is spray set tan. to high. It's the spray tan. Well, because his eyes are perfectly white, so you can see he's wearing the glasses, <laughs> the, the like the tanning glasses. I don't think he would be that orange then. I mean, it it looks like a spray tan to me. Well, he's obviously wearing those glasses though, because around his eyes is perfectly white. But everything you don't want to get the spray tan in your eyes. Close them. <laughs> Uh, Michelle Bachlin. Michelle <laughs> I think you mean Michelle Cruz. <laughs> Michelle Cruz. Michelle the Donald Cruz. I think it's the glue on the walls, maybe. Is, is it? I spent too much time in the room. <laughs> and you're the only one affected. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I installed it. And it's just, you know. Oh, latent, you mean it's permanent. Latent effects, yes. Uh, okay. Uh, Michelle O'Bachman's implication, of course. Was that Obama and and the biblical antichrist a suggestion? It was the Jesus fuck. It's because <laughs> not just Dan. Too, too. Okay, there's lead in my water pipes here. I'm sure of it now. Ah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Dan Snyder. <laughs> all Flint water. <laughs> uh, her implication is, of course, that Obama is the biblical antichrist. Uh. A suggestion she's made before. Of course he is. Yeah. But why Obama? Like he's a liberal. But so was Clinton. Obama has the Antichrist complexion. <laughs> well, it's whoever it's whoever is, is, is most current. prominent in politics yeah. is the Antichrist, no. right? I'm uh, pretty sure there were a lot of people saying that Bill Clinton was the Antichrist. Maybe. That saxophone jazz player. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but Scar despite smoking. her efforts, she remains disappointed that American Christians aren't as excited about the end times as Middle Eastern Muslims are. Oh, yeah. We, should be, she we should be as excited as the Muslims are over there with their ISIS and everything. Oh. Yeah. 
That's that's, that's, so, how, that's what that sounds like. She wants us to be more like ISIS with their excitement of the Quran. The Republicans all want to be more like ISIS. True. They want they want to put in religious yeah, they, laws. They, they want they just don't see it that way. Yeah. Christisis. Christisis. Christis. Christice. <laughs> that sounds terrible. It sounds like a drink. No, it's raspberry, I promise. <laughs> it's not tiger's blood, it's Christ's blood flavor. Tiger's yeah. Blood, yeah. Uh, so, I've got a little bit of local news here from... This, this also comes to us from Raw Story, so it's yeah. local news. But made it national. That, that has gone national so because stupid. Utah has some insane people. Fucking crazy. In, in our, as state representatives. Uh, the title says, Utah Republican sponsors bill declaring porn, quote, a public health crisis. And, quote, even worse than cocaine. <sighs> Fuck this guy. He's I can't put porn up my nose. So I, I have a couple stories about this guy, personal stories. Though. Yeah. I'll tell you in a little bit. Uh, anyway, the story says that living in a state that leads the nation in adult, in adult film rentals, a Utah Republican lawmaker has proposed a bill that would dare, that would declare pornography, quote, a public health crisis, end quote, and a national epidemic. According to State Senator Todd Weiler, Utah shithead, pornography in adult films create, quote, sexually create a, quote, sexually toxic environment, end quote, which increases demand for prostitutes and ultimately destroys families, reports the New York Daily News. <sighs> quote, I have read books and I have experts tell me pornography is more difficult to overcome than cocaine, Weiler said, adding he wants to take on the, quote, pornography epidemic that is harming the, ci the citizens of Utah and the nation, end quote. Along with its reputation for being one of the most conservative states in the U.S., Utah, yay, also has the dubious <laughs> distinction of being one of the country's largest consumers of adult yeah. entertainment. Because people here apparently well, don't know that Pornhub and YouTube and YouPorn are free. Yeah. Well, there's that direct correlation between your education and your knowledge. Well, and then they even look at liberty of Pornhub it. publishes their results of like searches and who. Oh yeah, using all those, like all that. those. They know so, yeah. exactly where you're you're yeah. coming from. And, and Utah still leads there too. Yeah, we also lead in paid and premium yes. adult content. Um, a study by Harvard Business School professor Benjamin Edelman in 2009 demonstrated that more than five out of every 1,000 households in Utah were paying for porn. Stupid people. Quote, even when I control for income, age, education, and marital status, Utah residents still consume disproportionately more than people from other states, end quote, Edelman told the Salt Lake Tribune. According to Weiler, citizens of Utah seek out porn on the Internet because it affords them anonymity and because sex shops are rare in the state that is predominantly Mormon and conservative. Because they're illegal here. What, what is wrong with that? Yeah, what's, what's the common denominator, though? Yeah, well, besides the common denominator of Utah being subjugated by the LDS church, what is wrong with that? What is wrong with people seeking porn on the internet because it affords them anonymity? Yeah. And yeah. because sex shops are rare in the state. Yeah, no, I'm not what saying. What is the problem? With I'm not saying there is a problem, but I'm saying from their perspective, they ought to put two and two together. Yeah. You know, what's the, what's the fucking problem? Why are people doing this in our state more than any other state? What do we have more than any other state? You have fucking Mormonism. Yeah. yeah. And I guarantee if you drive across the border to Wyoming where there's a, there's a porn shop right on the other side of the border with a liquor store, they have the highest sales probably in the whole state of Wyoming. Yeah. 
We just have to make sure that nobody can do the things they're naturally disposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> the story continues, quote, I think porn is higher in Utah because of the culture here, Weiler explained. On the internet, porn, in, porn is anonymous and it's accessible. End quote. Of course it's because of the culture here. That's what we were just saying. Yeah. yeah. And because you make porn accessible only on the internet. Yeah. Weiler said he hopes to change the public perception of porn and compared the damage it causes to climate change. What? <laughs> wow. Quote. Well, you got a long way to go there, Ted Trump. Quote. These are scientific facts, just like global warming, he said. What? Well, Wait, what? At least he believes what, in, he a, in He's recognizing change. it. Yeah. <laughs> huh. The senator also noted that, as a divorce attorney, he has seen firsthand the damage adult films can do to marriages. Specifically addressing the wording of his bill, Weiler said he, Weiler said he said even it has its limitations. No. As a divorce attorney, he's seen firsthand what Mormon church can do for the perception of natural yes. ability, natural desires of people that think it's bad. The story ends with another quote. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. My resolution does not deal with masturbation. I think that's beyond the scope of what I'm doing, he said. We're not going to outlaw masturbation in Utah. Oh, uh, I, you backward fuck! You can't! Outlaw masturbation anywhere, anyway. You can try. You can pass laws that are completely unfucking enforceable, and none of this is a is a problem. Why the fuck do you care what other people do in the privacy of their own yeah. fucking homes? Fuck you, Todd Weiler. Yeah, what are you I mean, so worried fuck about? Fuck you and your tight ass conservative little yeah. fucking Mormon super magic underwear bullshit. There's a lot of couples yeah. who like to watch porn with each other. This guy is a fucking asshole. I fucking hate Todd Weiler. Yeah, that's some he bullshit, can, man. He can eat like, a bag of dicks. I've had problems he, with this guy for he, a long fucking time. He can't eat a bag of dicks. When I was on the board for Atheists of Utah, this oh, shit yeah. bag is one of the sponsors who who helped put through the license plates here in Utah, the the in in God We Trust license yeah. plates. Yep. That's another story that is that has gone national here in Utah because at the time you know, I had I had a few different local media outlets contact me for, you know, my thoughts as as president of Atheists of Utah on what Todd Weiler and and the Utah Utah Congress was trying to do with these license plates, and you know, I said, well, of course, I disagree with the sentiment, but if they want to spend their hard earned money on license plates proclaiming belief in something that doesn't exist, that's that's fine. I think yeah. it's I think it's inappropriate for the state to be issuing them. Yeah. But, you know, and then I said also, I would love to know how excited they would be about having the state print license plates with the Atheists of Utah logo on them. Yeah. Or the Flying right. Spaghetti Monster or in right. Allah We Trust. You or know, what, how what, excited would they be to do that shit? They're promoting a specific religious narrative. Yeah. They're promoting yeah, Christianity through the fucking state. Why? You know what they should allow? Well, and any any nonprofit organization to have donations through the license, license uh, plate. Stickers. Well, there's a bunch of different license plates around here. I mean, there's well, the, yeah, you got like the the BYU ones, you got the fishing ones, the hunting ones. But those, all the money from those, like I've got a firefighter one mm -hmm. that goes to the National Firefighters like yeah. organization thing. Yeah. So why not have other nonprofits like Atheists of Utah? If you want to contribute ten dollars a year to Atheists of Utah through having your license plate renewal, 
Yeah, you can do it. Yeah, but the thing, the the one thing we know about Christians in this country is you give them an inch, right? Mm-hmm. And it's happened over and over again. I mean, like Texas is a great example for extreme to the to the nth degree, to the cruise degree, right? To the tenth degree. Uh, <laughs> the Ted's degree (laughs) whatever it was at the top of the show yeah um to the power of ted yeah i mean because you know they they wanted to take the national motto in god we trust which is an unconstitutional and bullshit motto that came in the 1950s Uh, they wanted to put that on all their fucking cop cruisers right and and their defense was and and so all the people who were against that you know in large part atheists and liberals were saying no because that shows favoritism and, you know, to the Christian religion. Yeah. And then, and then there was, there was this slippery slope argument, you know, well, how do we know you're going to stop at that? And they're saying, and, and their defense was, no, don't worry about it. We just want to put it on there because it's the national motto. Well, they got it passed. And guess what? A mere six months later, you have entire back rear windows of cop cruisers adorned with state sponsored crosses. Yeah. In Texas. And now it's like, okay, we fucking told you that's what you were going to do. We knew it. We knew it from the beginning. That's what your plan was all along. And you fucking lied about it. And you bullshitted your way through the in God you trust state motto bullshit defense that you had just to get your little fucking uh, execution uh, instrument up there on your window. And so it's almost the same thing I see here. Well, it's just like, well, it's the national motto, it's the state motto, whatever. We're going to put this on the light. Well, how far are they going to go? I mean, are we going to have to all have license plates with fucking Joseph Smith and his magic hat on our, (laughs) on our car at some point? I mean, I, I, in Searstone, we trust. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I uh, you know, I mean, Glass Lookers Anonymous or whatever it is. I mean, I guarantee I'm going to cover that shit when, if I have to drive around <laughs> with something like that. Well, it's bullshit. So at the time that he was it's that he was bullshit, passing all of this, man. like I said, the media contacted me. I gave I gave my uh, views on it Feel. to several different outlets here. And during one of his television interviews, one of the news crews asked Todd Weiler about what I had said, you know, yeah, and, and that I, that I disagreed with the sentiment and thought it was a bad idea and whatever. And in this interview, he promised that he would meet with atheists of Utah and discuss what they wanted to do so that we could work together on this. Yeah. Fucking lied his ass off, lied his fucking tight, conservative little fuck punk and Mormon, <laughs> Mormon ass off in that interview. Didn't fucking contact me at all. He's a lion shitbag. Fuck Todd Weiler. You, know, you should have asked to do it on the news with him. And Todd Weiler, if you're listening to this, fuck you. He's fuck, not. fuck, 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 fuck. Turn you. your He's porn definitely off. Not. If somebody happens to point this out to you, because I've I've exchanged tweets with Todd Weiler on Twitter a few times too, because he's an ignorant fucking shithead. But yeah. if anybody points it out to you, I hope you listen to it and know that I said, fuck you, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Beer brings the mick out. <laughs> well, somebody's got to take the mick out of me. <laughs> you're you're super more Mickey than you are with your I with fucking, your Libres. He's, he's just uh, it, a that, representative who does not represent. When people abuse their power yeah. for religious purposes in this state, it fucking pisses me off. And you know, this is. Uh, something you know, I, I I was thinking about today because we got we got that message from uh, from a, a Brit. Uh, we I also have been in contact with another show who's starting uh, who's started recently. Um, yeah. In in Britain, and 
they're so much more calm and relaxed. And I, I, you know, and it's not to say that they don't get worked up like Americans do. That may be the case, but I, I doubt it. I mean, given their history, uh, I just think that the climate in the United States religiously and anti-religious is so much more volatile than what they're dealing with in the United Kingdom. It's because we that, just keep getting pushed farther and farther. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I think. I think that the, I'm fucking tired of this. Yeah. This vitriol and you know the the ability to to froth up a, a you know a, a this um, offensive. Of, I mean, in quotes, offensive language, and uh, you know we seem angry, and I mean we are. Yeah, we fucking are. Yeah, you know because I'm fucking because, pissed off because we we live in a place right now. Where we've constantly marginalized, uh, you know, con- constantly put aside. I mean, even people who aren't religious have to pretend to be religious and have to pretend to shit on atheists to to get anywhere in their career, yeah. politically, um, uh, you know, privately, all this stuff. And then and then they want to. F- I mean, we live in one of the the second most religious state in the country. Where in God we trust is on the license plates all over the place. It's in it's in all of our public schools. Yeah, in every public school mandated, and and then on top of that, you know, constantly driving around in Utah County like I do, it's these giant BYU plates, and it's like I fucking get it. I fucking get yeah. it. What do you guys, what else do you need to do to advertise that you're the majority and you fall in line with everybody else in this state? Who cares? I understand. Shut your fucking mouth. God, there's other people around. Who, and then I, they fucking I don't complain. understand. Then they fucking complain when atheists speak up and go, hey, I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. I think oh, you're endorsing one trying, specific always religion. Always trying to shut us down. Yeah. You're like, you're like the person that didn't get Look invited to the prom. Look at the persecution. Look at the persecution. Yeah. I'm so persecuted. <laughs> Fuck you. You uh, whiny little fuck. How insecure are you in your faith that you have to fucking... Well, shit. I mean, it's based on two of their heroes getting killed by, yeah. non-mor- by non-Christians. I mean, Jesus got himself crucified. That's not very good. Right? <laughs> and then Joseph Smith couldn't keep himself from being shot. I mean, they, they, it's double time for Mormons. They, have, we, we, they, we, they, we, they worship two guys that got killed. We mentioned it last week that all three of us are better than Jesus yeah. in yeah. terms of not being crucified. Well, yeah. not, not Ryan yet. No. I'm only, I turned 32 like in a month. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I just passed my Jesus year. So yeah. now, now I'm better. Uh, Ryan Matt and I are better than Jesus. I don't know about Ryan. <laughs> we'll have to wait and see about Ryan. I bet I still got stuff I built that's still around. <laughs> I'm a better carpenter. Can can you avoid being assassinated or being executed by the most oppressive regime in the world? I don't know. I did could, draw could, Muhammad. Could, could you? Could you? Oh, <laughs> very very nice, very nice. But you see, I'm past that year. So, <laughs> well, and I was going to mention too. I, I brought up Twitter. So today, when I when I read this story, I I posted about the the masturbation and porn and yeah. bullshit, you know that it's so destructive and it's an epidemic and all that fucking just dumb Cock ignorant shittery. fucking. It shouldn't matter to you what people do in the privacy of their own fucking homes. Yeah. Yep. You conservative tight ass motherfucker. <laughs> it's none of your goddamn business. Fuck <laughs> off. But. I, I read this and so I, po- I I made a tweet and I said, you know, that I would love to see a debate between Todd ignorant as fuck shithead Weiler. That wasn't my, that wasn't quoting my tweet actually. <laughs> 
I just the guy fucking enrages me. Yeah. He's such an asshole uh, that I would love to see a debate between him and Doctor Daryl Ray, and I yeah. and I tag yeah. both. Yeah, that them would be amazing. There. I would love that. But I'm and I but I also put in there. I'm sure that Todd Weiler won't do it, and I didn't have enough room in my tweet to say because he's a fucking shitbag. Fuck you, Todd Weiler. <laughs> yeah, he won't. He won't do it. I he won't well, do it. Just God, it's none of his fucking yeah. business. I, I think we're about at the end. Keep your religion to yourself, shithead. Do, do we have any positive news to end on? Um, like, I was gonna forgo my last story because it's not. It's just gonna be more riling us up. <laughs> yeah. We have David Silverman in the studio we next do. week. I'm pretty yes. excited about this. David Silverman and Doug Mesner the week after. Yes. Woo-hoo. Yes. That's I'm very awesome guests lined up. Uh, I will be videotaping at the uh, when he talks here in Salt Lake. So we we'll maybe be able to put that out onto the Godless Revolution thing. Yeah. <laughs> do we have a thing for that? <laughs> <laughs> well, we do, but we just never put anything on it. No, I have. A, okay. I have. Well, there's a bunch of shit out there. I just haven't published it yet because. Yeah. Oh, okay. Google and YouTube keep or Google keeps saying that they're going to do podcasting soon, but they oh, haven't. Okay. And so I've been uploading all of yeah. our past episodes. Anyway, that's beside the point. But um. Yeah, we've got David Silverman in studio with us next week. Uh, he'll be speaking and doing a book signing, and I've also got him booked on Radio from Hell mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. morning uh, before his book signing. So Carrie, Bill, and Gina. That will be exciting. I will probably go to the studio with him for that. And then Lucky. What time will that be? It's at like that? 9 in the morning or something? Yes, he's, at, he, he's scheduled to be on their show... Wednesday the 10th at 9 a.m. Okay. Nine. Okay. So that mm. should be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Lots to look forward to. Some good guests lined up. Some exciting shows in the future that I'm looking forward to. Yeah. It should be good. Yeah. And I've taken all very next exciting. week off. So anyway, thank you very much for tuning in. Um, I just want to say one more thing. It just occurred okay. to me. It's occurred to me in the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Because I listened to- I had a revelation. Ah. Yep. I've been praying about both of you. Oh, thank you. And <laughs> what were you praying for? <laughs> uh, well, you don't need s- to ask for something. We know it's not <laughs> somebody <laughs> else. Like, just talk to me, man. <laughs> um, so I listened to podcast. I, I don't care about music really at all, except for Kendrick. I'm, I'm into Kendrick right now. You um, like the musics, some musics. Sometimes. Yeah. But. Maybe maybe fifteen minutes out of an eight hour day, I listen to music. Yeah, and the rest of the time is podcasts. Okay, so I'm constantly looking for all kinds of other shit. Like, because I have the main ones, you know, that everyone listens to and what whatever. But um, there's a lot of younger, smaller shows that are pretty good that yeah. are out there. Um, and so I just I just I just want to throw this out there if anyone even happens to be listening that has a smaller show um that's just starting up or whatever contact us let us know let's share information whatever let's get this whole let's get this whole atheist podcast empire moving let's get let's create a social movement of grassroots atheist podcasters that you know not just podcasters but i mean let's let's be recognized yeah. let's let's yeah. get this let's get this thing united in some way uh connected and uh, you and know we all reach more different groups of people i mean it's usually more local lives yeah, exactly people you reach well the most but well well and that's the thing too is that not every podcast is you know has the same audience you know some people may like our show 
more than another show, and that's fine. I, yeah, I, well, of course. There are a ton of or really good shows out there. I want to give a quick shout-out to Ishmael Brown and the Angry, Angry Black Rant yeah. Yes, I'm I started ch- listening to that I'm this week. Check that out. It's really good. Ishmael's really good. Um but yeah, like I said, not not everybody is going to like every atheist show. You know, they're going to like certain personalities, certain types of shows, yeah. the content, how they speak, how often they use the word fuck. We like that one a lot. Uh, fuck's a good word. You know, uh Yeah, we're some we're a little people, more reckless than than some. Uh, well, and I I can remember when we when we were first starting out, I got a message from somebody who sent me a message saying that they really liked the show, but that they didn't like how often we used the word fuck because they were trying to listen to it at work one day and their they were they were a mechanic somewhere and their son was in the shop and, and had heard the show and you know, he had to turn the show off because we were saying fuck so often and I'm like, Fuck it, dude. There's other shows available. I'm yeah. you know, I'm glad you like the show, but I'm not gonna stop saying fuck because I like it too much. So here's some other good shows <laughs> that you can check out who right. don't say fuck quite as often. Right. Yeah, and I think or it's at a, all. I think it's important we spread it all around too, you know, that that yeah. you know, I mean we we you know, our show stylistically would probably fall a little bit more in line with like cognitive dissonance and not as well structured as the scathing atheist but along the same line, the same tone. Yeah. But but there are other more PG PG-13, you know, shows out there that, you know, um Dogma my, Debate. Yeah, Dogma um, Debate, My Book of Mormon, uh, you know, those kinds of things yeah. that are that are that are all awesome shows, but you know, a little different, but I think, I think the networking is important because it's really difficult to get a group of atheists to, to come together on any one thing. And it's all, you know, every, every attempt is like, Oh, that's too much like church. Oh, that's too much like someone telling me what to do or whatever it is. And it's always really, really difficult to organize. So, um, I think, I think the podcast, the social media, that kind of thing is a great medium to, to get everyone together. And so I just want to throw that invitation out there. Um, get in touch with us. Let yeah. us know. And uh, podcasts are great because people can listen to them discreetly. You can be, yeah. You can you can put a podcast on your phone and listen to it in headphones wherever you go. You don't, you know, you don't have a video open that people could be looking over your shoulder and and wondering what you're wondering what you're looking at. You know, you can you can listen to it in the privacy of your bedroom, away from the prying eyes of your religious family members, whatever. You know, it's I've I've heard stories from so many people who say, you know, podcasts saved me <laughs> they, yeah. they got me out of religion and they were yeah they were my my solace in in this otherwise you know field of wild theocrats running rampant through yep. my head and through all of my life i could go in my room throw on my headphones and listen to a podcast and feel like i was in a room with friends and, yeah yeah and 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 the and the whole beauty of it above everything i mean i mean everything you just said of course but also there's no network telling us what we can and can't no endorse. What we can and did. You send your shit in. Guess what? It's me, Ryan, and Dan that decide, and we all say go for it. <laughs> so yeah. you know, <laughs> none of none of that oversight and that bullshit. So anyway, there it is. Threw it yeah. out there. I think we all need to share. Yep. And I think we try to make this an atmosphere of a conversation that people could just feel like they could jump in at any time with us, and I think that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope people feel that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, good luck trying to talk over us. But yeah, you, you can, you're sure welcome to try. <laughs> I mean, Felicia's, I tried. Felicia's good. Yeah, Felicia's yeah. good. <laughs> Thank you, Felicia. 
Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. Oh, I forgot to do it. Oh, see, we had perfectly missed opportunity. Damn it. <laughs> thank you very much for coming on the show tonight, Felicia. It was a pleasure having you in studio with us. Yep. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much to everybody who tuned in. Uh, as always, give us a, give us a shot. If you have any questions or anything, we'd love to speak at you. Until next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Don't rape anyone. Ha, 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 ha.